Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Ring Crew Radio. I'm the high flyer, Frank Cliff, always coming off the top rope. I'm joined by my co-host, Nikki Kayfabe, the most hated man in the IWC, and the arbiter of professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole. We are episode 81, and it is unseasonably warm outside. Wouldn't you agree, Nikki Kayfabe? Today was nice, and last week, too, Some one day. I met this guy in the pizzeria yesterday. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hot, and, hot start. Okay. And uh, he told me to add him on Instagram. His name was uh, Mikey Windows, I think. Or <laughs> Mikey what? something Windows. Oh, I'm okay. not really not promoting him well. Uh, what what exactly is his t- what does he do? He cleans windows. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's one of the guys that goes on TikTok and makes cool yeah, videos yeah, about yeah. cleaning. Wi- That's great. Why yeah. would I pay someone to make fucking money for themselves? No, I don't pay him. You're promoting a horrible salesman. Well, You're I, promoting a guy who wastes time I, on I, TikTok. But anyway, I see in the pizza. When I was in the pizzeria yesterday, he goes, "Enjoy the nice weather. You only get it one day a year, or some shit like that." And I that sounds like something somebody that cleans <laughs> windows would fucking say. <laughs> well, speaking of cleaning windows, know what I got cleaned recently, Frank? Um, hmm. The, the clock. Shampoo, <laughs> deep conditioning. I don't have that problem. Mm. My car, Frank, my car. We talked about this the other day. You were in a panic. Early Monday morning, I woke up. I texted Kayfabe. You hungry? You want to do breakfast? After a lot of dodging and sidestepping, because, you know, he doesn't give straight answers. Can never. Uh, that's bullshit. He texted me the night before, and he said, you want to get breakfast tomorrow? I said, sure, and I texted him the next morning, and I said, what up? And he's like, nothing. Yes. And then, so I said, all right, I'll come get you. So yeah. I go and grab him, and right away, Frank, he lets me know he's on a timetable. This is 10 o'clock. He says, 10.30, I got to drive my mom somewhere. I did. So now I know. We're not eating down. Like, in my vision, breakfast is you sit down at a nice... Oh, what a prick. You so sit he... down at a diner. You get the orange juice. So man, You get the check. orange juice and the coffee. So all he did was basically get you to drive yes. him to go pick himself up <laughs> yes, breakfast. Yes, yes, yes. You, you were Uber Eats. Precisely what happened. I would have picked him up. PJ Eats. So while we're there, to build on our last issue that we had, you and I, trying to figure out how to fuck to pull into this goddamn car cleaner, what do they call it? <laughs> car wash? The car wash. I couldn't figure out how to get in. Kayfabe's figured it out for us. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll get the car wash. You, you got a real it. fucking operation going if Kayfabe's going to be the Columbus yeah, of the he, group. he got it. So, well, there's all COVID things now. You have to sit in the car while it goes through. Yeah, yeah, that's actually madness. interesting. I've done that before. Oh, it's madness. There's, you know yeah, what, you do it place. as a child because it's fun. When you're an adult and you realize this could be a, if that window cracks, you're dead. You're dead. You're gonna <laughs> I drown never in thought of it that way. What yeah, kind of paranoid human being are you? It's dangerous. But anyway, so I give Kayfabe 10 bucks. I say, all right, get me a coffee and a bagel. How much do you get coffee and a bagel go for in this country? Uh, with inflation and Biden F- fucking pricing. Chain, yeah, it's supply chain issues and all. What do you w- think? 10 bucks. And now there's a world war. <laughs> I'm going to say it's about... At the maximum, and if they're really nickel and diamond and put sticking a finger in your ass, ten bucks, six dollars. That's what right. If they're really fucking you with six dollars, I gave K Fabe ten. Wait, what kind of bagel back. did you get? I'm sorry, was it first bacon, of all, egg and cheese? Or? First of all, he came. Uh, no, it was uh, cream cheese. Cream cheese. Oh, that's like a three dollar yeah. max. Yeah, he came back. Not only did he not give me my change, which I was deliberately not going to ask him for, because I wanted to see if he had the character just to give it to me. <laughs> Naturally, boy, what was I, I was thinking? Say. He gave me the wrong fucking coffee. 
No, I ordered he didn't it. Even put, he didn't even put the caramel in it like I asked. You, the I French told vanilla. you I don't have caramel. I, I said French two French vanilla. I didn't get it either. So. Oh, bullshit. He took the one that had it, and he left <laughs> me with the shit. He left me. It was. No, I didn't have I it either. I spent my morning as an Uber driver. How's that? Did you at least get tipped? Oh, no. You paid to be an Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. This I got was nothing just a ne- negative experience. Yes. It wasn't negative. I had a good time. I had to walk to the bagel store from the car wash. What a fucking dickhead. Yeah, across the street. What a dickhead. <laughs> two birds. Next time we do breakfast, you're sitting down like a gentleman. All right. He can't like an fucking, adult. He can't That's wake fair. up early enough. Well, He's like can a sloth. You. Neither can you. Oh, I'm sorry. That day I was actually at work, unlike the two of we you. We could have came to see you. Some of us just don't get off for random holidays that the that the government decides, <laughs> yeah, you can get off. <laughs> I have a new rule, you though. You made your bed. I made mine. I have a new rule, though. Whenever I have to go to work on a day when the mailman doesn't work, my explicit rule is I'm not doing shit. I'm going to go in and just mail it in for the day. No pun intended. Fuck. That's a good one. <laughs> Shout out Sweets. I know you enjoyed that, you piece of shit. <laughs> so before we got on the air today, you said something interesting. What's that? You compared brother Hollywood Hogan to Michael Jordan. And I'm curious what made you make that comparison. Well, see, if you're a dirt sheet and you just put up that headline, I would just get attacked on Twitter with no comparison. But I will give you re- with the no reason. Context, with no context. With no context. I'm sorry. I will give you why I made such a comparison. So I rewatched The Last Dance which is an awesome documentary. If you have any interest in 90s basketball or Michael Jordan, you need to go watch it. It was fucking awesome. And they interview Jordan a lot, and you get to see him speak kind of just out of with, character. With a like cigar and a whiskey. Cigar and a whiskey. Or a scotch. Allowed to curse, allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants. Remember when he, remember when he tried to pull off the Hitler mustache? Oh, my God. Do you remember when he just thought he was going to get away so with that? I've heard a Hitler thing too much today. This is like the third or fourth... In context, Hitler thing I've heard today. Pretty crazy. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all those websites you go to. Yeah. <laughs> so Stormfront.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, so Jordan like has a lot of uncanny interviews and just says shit during that. So there's a lot of things that Jordan just kind of is so good that he can't believe the truth. Like... It's a famous, his last shot in the league, or his original last shot before he came back after he retired, he made a move on the Utah defender and fucking shoved this guy four feet in the other direction. Give him credit. The guy was going that direction to start, but Jordan definitely gave him a helping hand. No, give credit to the guy that you're talking about. Byron Maxwell? (laughs) Byron Russell. Byron Russell, sorry. Brian Russell. Not Byron. Brian Russell. Fuck off. God, he got it. And I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Byron Maxwell. Bro, you fuck up your own name. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything out of you. And he, he didn't push off. He fucking shoved this man. And he goes, I never pushed off. And I'm just sitting there saying, brother, I never pushed off a thing. That guy was flying without me. <laughs> brother. I think you reach a certain level of success and you just can't believe reality sometimes. Because even if you're the most successful human being on earth, you will fail at some point. But for a guy like Jordan, and at a time maybe, not definitely in the not in the latter half of his fucking career, but there was probably a point Hogan just couldn't accept the truth. You could say that Hogan might be comparable to Michael Jordan in some ways. They were the biggest stars of their respective sports for a period of time. Probably I would, still are. Well, I would argue. It might still be. I would in argue. In the minds the, of a lot of people. I would argue the closer pop culture icon would definitely be that guy, Steve Austin. So Steve Austin and Jordan are better comparisons. They were more contemporaries. In what sense? They kind of had their peak at the same time or thereabouts. That's true. 
Yeah, late 90s, mid 90s, definitely. Both proud card carrying members of the Bold community. That's true. <laughs> but I would definitely compare Steve. I'm just saying, like, the delusion is pretty funny after so, a while. Hogan's this, this is the guy who thought Jeremy Giambi was safe. Safe, yeah. Rest in peace, Jeremy Giambi. He was safe, and rest in peace. He was safe, my balls. The Man of Steel, Mike Verner, the biggest Met fan that I've ever known, much bigger than you, said it's not even a question. He's it's weak. not even a question. He's weak. Yeah, you can bench more than him. <laughs> I could eat sushi <laughs> without dying. And, and pizza. <laughs> and and pizza. <laughs> wow, we hope you're not listening. Shot fired. I don't think he is. Shot across the bow. He does have a Met tattoo, though. So do I. That just means we're both equally as oh, miserable yeah. human beings. Yeah, but his is nicer. He's delusional. If he believes that she's delusional, if he ha- he has eyes, who? Verna. Eyes where? I'm oh saying he God. has eyes that he saw Giambi was safe. Oh, eyes. Up with oh, jeez, sorry. Yeah. Wow, kayfabe. Wow. I apologize. You're right. You are I, fried today. Yeah. What happened? It was a long day at work, kayfabe. I left at six for so. the FBI. <laughs> Who'd took, you fucking take down today? He pedophile tra- ring he in the, Utah. He took the train today. Well, yeah, and I took the train. Jesus Christ. And speaking of the New York City subway system. Oh, boy. The Undertaker's in the Hall of Fame. What the fuck does that have to do with that? <laughs> it's my segue. <laughs> Why would the dead man uh, ride the subway? I don't know. Let's I figure it out. Is that when Ambrose rode the subway and was a stop away from the actual venue? I don't know. Some people online hated that, but I feel like the fucking Barclays loved it. But he didn't get off at the Barclays stop. I'm they not, got I'm not starting one. Ring Crew Radio episode 81 talking about John Moxley. <laughs> Dean Ambrose. I'm not doing Sorry. it. His name is Mox. Dean Ambrose was his slave name. <laughs> Fucking insensitive well, piece of shit. Let's talk a little bit about The Undertaker. He's going into the Hall of Fame. There's a big news item of the week, probably. This week hit us with a lot of news. Hopefully, we get to a lot of it. But Undertaker mm-hmm. is going into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And we saw Kayfabe. You saw it. Kayfabe's got a hot take on this. I want to start with Frank, and then I want Kayfabe's hot take. You saw the video. Oh, yeah. WWE, renowned for their video packages. Best one. I think this might be arguably one of the and best ones. And you had to know Undertaker was getting the bells, the whistles, the pomp, the circumstance. He was getting it all. He got two songs in one that Vince, I guess, paid the, the rights on. What was it, Metallica? With a little bit of uh, Kid Rock thrown in? Mm-hmm. Yes. What'd you think, Frank? Walk me through the video. What'd you think of it? I think it was one of the most tremendous Hall of Fame videos they've ever made. Why? It told the story of The Undertaker. Though I told it perfectly, didn't miss a beat actually. Told every part of it in somehow two minutes and thirty seconds. It was four minutes. Fuck off. It was a four-minute yeah, video. Like a five minute I video, take it back. Right? Well, like, look at what they covered. They covered a fucking thirty-year career. Hell yeah! And the the songs were amazing. The cutovers were amazing. I I, I have no complaints. I like that. Also, they clearly took. Guys that he liked working with and put them oh, all over. Oh yeah, they Yoko. put him working fucking. Uh, comma the fucking yep. the destroyer. Yep, hundred percent. Guess who the last guy to talk was? Oh, I, uh, of course, Hunter. Of course, he hey can't, hey he his, was his groomsman at his fucking wedding. He fuck. likes him. He likes him. They're boys. He was. I noticed that too. He had to have the last word. He's such an arrogant. <laughs> as fuck. soon as I saw it, I said, "In his mind, hate this now. I, you know what? Like, I'm gonna write down a question. I'm gonna ask later on. But Nikki K. Fabe, you had a hot take on this. What did you think of the video package? Uh, everything Taker is great. I love him. But the thing is, I, I maybe I haven't seen a lot of Taker uh, Hall of Fame. I mean, not Taker Hall of Fame videos, Hall of Fame videos. Because I don't, re- I guess I don't remember them. Because I thought the song, I didn't like the songs. Are you fucking out of your yeah, mind? Hold I on, like I'm kind of with Kayfabe. I thought, oh I thought it was gonna be a little more on the somber side. You want of, majestic? Yeah, 
You want alternative rock majestic. I, I just You want chances. You want need to breathe. Yeah, I want something like that. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. Yes. But yeah. that's not Taker. It's not. Exactly. That's right. I Taker. See, that yeah. video is fucking Taker. I mean, I, uh, listen, I love The Undertaker, but when watching the video, I was like, I had that Metallica song really didn't do it for me. Oh, my. Are you I, kidding yeah. me? Frank, I see where he's coming from. I think he makes a great point. I love the video. I just, it I, when I have, saw that, it screamed Taker. I don't think somber's the word. You wanted emotion. And, and that's I what, don't know if we got emotion. We well, got like Do you know what emotion ass. I got? Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that guy kicked with, people's fucking see, asses. That's the emotion I'm, I'm I got. I'm used to the WWE videos. I don't remember Austin's one. What song did no, they No, you're used that? to death well, videos. That's what you're no, thinking. Well, no, no. Even. The, the Austin one was Cult of Personality. But it opened up with us with that like melancholy piano playing. Okay. And then it got into second gear. Okay. Which I agree. I could have used a little more emotion out of the Undertaker one. A little bit of more nostalgia. That's what I was a little bit for. more like ah oh, But man. but you're right on that on that side of it. The death ones are obviously a little more somber and maybe and that's what I guess we've been we've been watching a few You've been of them conditioned. Here and yeah. The Kane one last year had like the red as its song. I mean it's not a, it's a song that fits the character. I think the both of those fucking songs Sad but true at the time. It's like a, a great one for like the ministry days and that kind of mm-hmm. shit. And then the ABA. I mean, you don't beat that. I think you're both right on the package in terms of how you thought of it. I was definitely feeling what Nick was saying, but it was also a great one. What stuck out to me was Kane and Paul Bearer. They are just so entwined with this guy's career. A lot of Kane. Yeah. You'll, you'll always hear Paul Bearer and you'll always hear the Brothers of Destruction. The same clip every time. You know why they're doing video. that. Because in two years... They're going to go in together? They're going to go in together. And they're probably going with Paul Bearer as a... Um, yes. With yeah. the, the, Did the he be- ever actually manage them as the... One time yeah. when they went to Alabama on a house show. But really? he never managed them as a tag team. Yeah, really? I was going to say, they only united wow. to take out Paul Bearer in most cases. Well, he, was, well, he were... no. Paul Bearer was a whore. He just jumped from one to the other. <laughs> he just betrayed one for the other for the other for the other. As any torn father of such a family <laughs> would... The father of destruction. Do, do, they tried seen, to make that stick. I seen something on on Twitter. Do you think Taker should be? Excuse me. Do you think Taker should be the only nominee? That would be awesome, but you know they can't fucking help themselves. They have to sell more than one T-shirt. Yeah. So they're gonna put in like fucking. I, I mean, who who could they put in that's just random enough that's been there long enough that likes them enough? They're gonna put in Santino Morella. They're gonna do some bullshit but because that's what they do. It's a big class, so you think Taker has a say in like, oh, we're gonna think about putting this person. I in mean, it, it, he can't really do Did much. Did they put Yokozuna in? Yeah, yeah, years ago. That would have been nice. Who's missing? Are there any notable omissions? I mean, probably a ton. They put I mean, Vader they, in eventually. Owen. Did they put Vader in? No, Vader's I don't think not they in. Put Vader Vader's in. I think in. Vader's in. No, no way. I believe so. He's not. Look, look it up, Jamie. Do me a favor. Someone look it up. And we got a phone. I yeah. mean, I know Kayfabe fucking doesn't. I'll do it. Only because you'll get there quicker than me. I think Vader's in. I don't believe so. I don't think he got in yet. Well, Maybe Cornette. Cornette would be nice. Cornette's in already. No, he's not. No, he's he put not. in. He put in the oh, rock and roll. Oh, he put in the rock and roll. He ain't going to go. He's too dangerous. Did he have to leave fucking Louisville? <laughs> fuck too, off. Too many clips floating fuck around. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I like you. <laughs> Not to be here at the Hall of Fame. Vader did not go in yet. No, Vader's not in there. Wow. Batista's not in yet either. Well, he, he got, he oh, got, yeah, he he got that rescinded. Yeah. I thought he. Well, he rescinded it because he wasn't able to be there. So he took it back and asked to be in, oh, in another okay. year. What about Sherry Martell? She's in, I think. Put her in. What about Rick Martell? 
Oh, she did go in. She went in alive. Good for yeah. you, Sherry Martel. And fuck off. Rick Martel's known for the AWA, not WWE. Jerk Rick off. Martel is a fucking legend. In, ta- in Minnesota. Take her, probably, I mean, it's so tough with the, the WWE See, my stigma thing- with, uh, you know, the best ever or, and everything like that. But, I mean, WWE guy, you have to really look at Taker and say, is he not the best WWE guy of all time? Oh, I know who can go in with Taker. All right, I'll go fuck Put myself. in uh, Texas Red. <laughs> The Punisher. Mark Calloway as he Mark showed up Callis. in his last match. Now, I'll get to you in a second, Fabes. I had an idea for this, though. Wouldn't it be awesome? It wouldn't it be the right thing if it was just Taker, but you get Stone Cold to do 10 minutes. You get Mick Foley to do 10 minutes. You get all of his boys and all the people that, that made him and almost make it like a live documentary. Right. Well, you just, I hate to interrupt. I know you're going to respond, but that was the first question I wanted to ask. Who puts him in? You can't, you can't do 10 minutes. I get your point, but 10 minutes is too much. Whatever it is, it doesn't yeah. matter. But have them say something about Taker and make it in, make the whole night yes. about him. Yes. Because if they just did him coming out and doing a speech, I don't think his speech is going to be that long because it's not who he is. He's going to have a 25-minute go fuck yourself, and that's going to be it. But Let's do a gentleman's bet. Who do you think is going to pick him in? I have my theory. I'm convinced. I'm sure I'm right. I know, I know what you think. Michelle McCool. Yeah. I think she's putting him in. No. They're going to let him pick who he wants. He ain't going to pick her. He's going to pick her. I see him picking Kane. Yeah. I don't. The other person would be Vince, but Vince ain't going to do it. Vince always stays away Vince from this shit. I Vince can do it. He but put this in Austin. Should, this should be the one he guy. Put in, okay, trivia question. Austin, he put in two people. Austin and? Andre, I'm going to say. No, well, let's talk about the new the new era of putting people in. Hmm. Hogan? No, couldn't have been him. They don't like each other. All right, I'll give you another hint. The person Vince put into the WWE Hall of Fame was once the president of the United States. Trump. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he put in Trump. So that's the two people he put in. Oh, Taker's going to want to be a part of that one. Vince, I don't care what you got. Maybe uh, it's I don't know be, why I became Austin on Maybe that it's going to be Trump. Oh, my God. Mark Calloway, tremendous individual. Huge. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, I think Kane. I, I think you have to go to Iraq. I could see Kane. I could see Austin. If Austin's doing Mania. Nah. It's so gonna be told Michelle me McCool. I gotta come here and put this old bag of bones in the Hall of Fame. Maybe it'd be Alan Styles. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, dead man. Why don't you get your ass in that ring tomorrow night? And after I whoop Kevin Owens' ass, I'll send you back to Death Valley. You know what? He can do it. Oh, there it is. The boners just hit the table, folks. It was two knocks right there. Brother, I want in. <laughs> but I, my guess Make is, it a triple threat. My guess is Kane. Okay. Who's your guess? I have the same opinion as him. You want me to induct you? Huh? <laughs> oh, you know what? You Sean, want me to put you in the hall? And you know what? Huh? It's I a chance. See, I can see Sean. It's a chance. No, because he hated, he hated Sean, Sean for 20 years Sean and then likes him now. You know, I don't want to hear Sean talk anymore. I hate to say it. I don't want to see any more of him. Watch your mouth. He's got the googly <laughs> Watch eyes. Watch your fucking mouth. He can't so does Becky straight. Lynch. Enough, enough. All right, if Hunter did it. This would be a way for Hunter to like one up him too, because it would be Hunter's first public appearance since almost dying. Well, and to put in a dead man, a dead, the Walking Dead is putting in the Walking <laughs> Dead. I had oh one more question God. about the Undertaker's induction. Shoot, Undertaker's greatest rivals. Hmm. Give me a top three, Frank. Kane, Mick Foley, mm-hmm. Sean. I might agree. Kane for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Kane's one. Yeah, I don't even think yeah, that's close. Which actually, which is crazy. It's his greatest ally and greatest fucking. That's, that's the point. Sometimes yeah. the best that's thing. That's the point. Uh, 
Foley for sure has to be up there just because right. of the moment. I mean, the biggest uh, moment in they, wrestling, they, I would They argue. wrestled for like three years straight. Like, on pay-per-views. Yeah. Crazy. And McFoley beat him. Beat him too you straight. Said, you yeah. said Sean? Yup. How different there? Uh, maybe Austin. Uh, they didn't have like that. They had a big program. Maybe, maybe. The biggest program. Austin went on a cross. Brock. Maybe Bro- I was going to say Brock. Lesnar. Brock's a good one. Brock's a 15-year feud. Lesnar, I was going to say the three was going to be Lesnar for me. Kane, Foley, Brock. There you I, go. I'm taking. I'm personally going to take Sean because I think that any pay-per-view feud I could think of with them was a big money match. All of them. All four. Well, it was four, right? We did this recently. Well, I look, at, look at the Lesnar thing, though. Lesnar beat him. Lesnar's big money, too. I mean, that's a mania. That's a SummerSlam. And that's a, a random no mercy, I think, with a cage, uh, with a Hell in a Cell. They got two Hell in they a got, Cell matches. All right. They got a second Hell in One a Cell. One was a bloodbath. And the other was they fucking broke the ring and exposed the wood. Yeah. And yeah. they had five on them. I mean, they, they had that great fucking pull apart. That pull apart's <laughs> one of the best. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. You're going to have to. <laughs> Oh, tremendous! My. I remember I was in a bar watching that, and I was going ape shit. I I, I remember we watching at, it. For we sure. were at bi. I just remember what? Regal. I just remember Regal fucking fish hooking Brock trying to get him off the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a, that was the last good fucking fucking organic thing they had. Yeah, it feels like rude, it, right? Doesn't it? That was the last time I got like goosebumps. Like I was like, holy shit, this that is was, awesome. That was a period of time. Take it would just show up. Kick Brock in the nuts and leave. Brock, yeah, Brock it's out of control. Brock and Roman need one of those before Mania. A good pull apart. Yeah, I love me a pull apart. Like, like Heyman like always begging them to stop. You know, not like for nothing. I'm gonna throw one. it out there. There hasn't been one since Survivor Series, so maybe they're maybe they're gonna wait and do it. That'd be good. Brock and Roman, the night that SmackDown before Mania. There needs to be a fucking and Heyman needs to go down. Yeah, I need Heyman flopping like a fish on the floor, <laughs> yelling, "Look what you did! <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did, Brock!" <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> or Brock does some wild shit that makes Heyman go. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. Brock's gonna put Roman through like the stage. Oh my god! Do you know? Do you know who else The Rock fucking buried in his life? Paul Heyman. When did he? Oh, the walrus sitting there like a big fat walrus. Brock, 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 Brock. <laughs> I always thought that they were setting oh, up some type him. of fucking Brock match, but when he said to see him punk with your fat manager. <laughs> <laughs> Another victim. Hardly survived. All right, Kayfim, any closing thoughts? Undertaker's your man. Uh, well deserved. He's going to cry so hard. Break, I want to. It made me want to go even well, more. Well, you know we're going. It made me want to go oh, even more. Oh, it's in Texas. Of course they're putting him in. I, this is what makes me worried that he's going to be Owen's opponent. He's going to come out on that fucking bike and stick a Texan flag up his ass. No, it's not booked. Does he come? Out, you think he comes out on a, he's coming out on a motorcycle, isn't oh, he? Oh, for the last well, one? Supposedly, oh, my supposedly God. Supposedly they're doing it. After SmackDown or during SmackDown, some or shit like yeah. that. But what I, yeah, if they do the the Hall of Fame inductees at Mania, I think Taker needs to ride down that motherfucking no, ramp one more goddamn the fu- time. They're hitting the fucking gong. He's just gonna show up. They can do both. Do they the could do both. The fuck it, give him twenty minutes. I'll give a fuck. You know what I, I would think do? They should do a gong. You know what and, I would and do? Have him in the ring. Yeah, you know what I would do? Have him come out, gray gloves. Old school fucking suit. Put him in his original gear. Lights go out. He changes again. I always had a vision of the Undertaker's last match. Yeah, he, lo- he loses that mania to some whoever, right? He's in the ring on his back, just looking up. Lights go out. They come back on. His urn is there. Out waddles Paul Bearer. He scoops up the urn and just walks away. Yeah, and that's gr- it. It's great. It was you great. Never see him again. You told me that a long time ago. And it was tremendous. Yeah, you never see him again. Obviously, it can't happen. Life dealt a different hand. 
That to me was the perfect way. And you're not wrong. Painful that Paul Bear is not there. And Undertaker, let me tell you something, Mark Calloway. Calloway. <laughs> if the name Percy Pringle <laughs> doesn't come out of your fucking mouth <laughs> <laughs> on this Hall of Fame, we're going to have problems, you and I. Because Paul Bearer was a big part of that fucking character you know what? for a I long ne- time. I, I never would have imagined him giving a speech. But after that documentary thing, I mean, I think he'll I talk. I want this guy to have a fucking podcast. Yeah, Fuck a he'll speech. Talk. He'll do it. Conrad talking will have talking him on, dead man. Yeah, Conrad will have him on Talking Dead. He'll probably do it for Vince on the network. I want to see him and uh, I want to see Austin and, and Taker again for a third time. Well, I, I bet, well, I I bet Austin will be his first uh, his first guest. I bet that's how they'll do it if they well, do Talking Austin, Dead. Austin wants uh, Dwayne also. So you're going to interview me? You know how hard it is to You're going to crack the beers. You're going to serve the wine. It's going to have a conversation. Get, it's tough to get Dwayne. <laughs> Let's shoot sure. the shit. This guy acts. Oh, hold on a second. I, you know what? I'm real sick of this. It's tough to get Dwayne. If this guy wanted to, he could make four hours, all right? He has a fucking private jet. He's a superhero now. You're telling me he can't show up? It's tough. He has no time. Enough with the no time. He has time. Stop booking yourself for every fucking movie that calls and says, well, I got to do this for Vince. The Rock is bigger than WWE. I know yeah. he is. That's the You know the where problem. The Rock got his start? You know who he owes a debt of gratitude to? <laughs> Farouk. Ron Simmons. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> this weekend, I poured myself a glass of scotch. I sat down. I propped up my iPad, and I watched Ron Simmons on Broken Skull. What do they call it? Sessions. Sessions Broken yeah. Skull Sessions. Tremendous. Either of you watch this? No. Not yet. You you're interested in watching it? Yes. Ron Simmons is a gentleman. He's a class act. I could not think more highly of him. And he's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame again with the APA, right? You have to figure. I think he is in as the APA. No, I don't no, think he, he went in alone. Went in. Yeah, oh, he, he went, went in alone. alone. Yeah, him and Bradshaw went in alone. This guy was the first black heavyweight champion, at yes. least of WCW. Mm-hmm. Who'd he beat? Definitely not Flair. I'm going to say Vader. Yeah, it's Vader. Oh, there you go. Wow, men that, amongst men. That, that was those are just two corn-fed fucking men. <laughs> corn-fed <laughs> men. <laughs> They're just men. When men were men, and two men just don leather helmets. And what he true? <laughs> oh my God! So two things. One, such a classy fucking dude. When they watched when he beat Vader, he beat him with a fucking scoop slam. Vader came off the ropes and he just slammed him. Holly Ray's going crazy at ringside, and he said, "Steve, Steve, this is my favorite part of this whole match." He goes, "Look into that crowd." It's not just the black people cheering. It's everybody, Steve. Everybody was cheering, and that's what means the most to me, that I was a champion for everybody. And I was like, fuck, Ron Simmons, you're a gentleman. Like, Give him a microphone. Let him address the nation. That was all I was thinking. Let Ron Simmons address the nation. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So they exactly. Would, yeah. So they were talking about uh, his first run in WWE. Remember how they fucking introduced this guy? I don't Heisman know. Trophy nominee, superstar athlete. World champion in WCW. What? How did he come into WWE? Frank, you know how he came in. The gladiator. He came in in a fucking blue hat with Sonny. Leather helmet. Yeah, disgusting. It was ridiculous. Yachts. And Steve was like, I just want to let you know one thing, Ron. Nobody in that locker room ever made fun of your outfit. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was the shits, but we weren't going to say it. <laughs> because that's the respect you had in that locker room. That I don't doubt. Plus, Ron Simmons would have probably fucked them all up. Rod Ro- Ro- Dog said such a funny thing on the Attitude Era DVD. Yeah. He said, well, you know, he goes, there were some tough guys in the Attitude Era. Bradshaw, he's one tough dude. 
Ron Simmons, that is a man among men. <laughs> I was watching it with the boys. We popped huge when he said that. So anything about Ron Simmons you want to know, Frank? I'm an expert now. Well, me personally, I'm going to hold off and watch the documentary. You're never going to watch it. I'm watching. You're never going to watch it. I watch it. Broken Skull. You know what you know I realized? Bradshaw? I'll tell you one second. But you know what I realized about Frank Nick? If he's doing something Tuesday and Thursday, he can't do anything Wednesday. <laughs> he can't do anything. He's got he's got to have a whole clear day of nothing because he's just too exhausted. Need a mental health day. No, fuck off. Mental health day. You should have been a teacher. I know. <laughs> what does he say about Bradshaw? He loves Bradshaw. Calls him his partner. My partner Bradshaw. He talked about him a lot, I'm assuming. Believe it or not, no. No, they didn't talk about him a lot. But I feel like he said everything there is to say. He, they spoke about each other during their Hall of Fame speeches. They inducted each other. Clearly a lot of love. The most interesting thing I learned is that as Farouk was winding down his career, he said his body was breaking down. I think he had drug issues, which I didn't get into. But as his body was breaking down, he said he knew his career was winding up, and he never told Bradshaw that he was looking to hang it up, you know, whenever he was... And Stone Cold said, why don't you tell him? He goes, man, I know my partner. He would have said, don't worry, Ron, you just stay on the apron, and I'll tag you in for the end of the match. He said, that's what he would have did. And I don't want to go out like that, man. I don't want to go out like that. And I was like, fuck. It's a man. Did, did Bradshaw have that, that resurgence after Farouk retired? Yeah, he quit on him. He oh, that quit was the on whole, so, so the whole angle was they were teasing Paul Heyman when he was the GM of SmackDown, and Heyman said, if you go out and you lose your match tonight, I know who it was against. Who the fuck was it against? Too cool, I think. Yeah, yeah it was Rikishi and Scotty. Yeah, he said, if you lose your match tonight, uh, you're fired. So they lost, and they went back and said, tell us we're fired. Tell us we're fired. And he said, I never said you were fired, Bradshaw. I said, you were fired, Farouk. And Farouk's like, let's get out of here. And Bradshaw went, Ron, I can't do it. I have a lot going for me. I have a new book on financing. He said, well, I'll be damned <laughs> after all these years. And he walked out. Next week, Bradshaw came out with a fucking hat on his head. Yep. With a suit. With his book. And the rest is fucking history. Yeah. And he got pushed real quick. Yeah, he did. It's crazy because I, I think I stopped a little during that time. It felt uncomfortable. And then you come back. I came back to it. It's like, why? He's like, that's not the hit. That was and, the Texas And it was redneck. like, who the fuck is that? And then you're like, it's Bradshaw. Like, what did they do, to our, what did they do to our boy? Yeah. Why did they do yeah. this to him? They made him better. Yeah. Little, yeah. little did we know. Yeah. yeah. Little did we know. It only got out of hand when that mole bitch came in. That was when it was in. Oh, a Jillian Hall? Jesus Christ. That was just. I just read something. Boogeyman Brad, ate it. Yeah. Boogeyman ate the mole. That's yeah. right. The Boogeyman was one of the best characters in wrestling. He, no, still he, was, he was so fucking old. You know, people. What? Yeah. He signed a new Legends deal. Yeah, yeah he's a legend. Yeah, using oh, the term man. somewhat loosely. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Boogeyman was one of the fucking craziest things I've ever seen in my life. This guy was eating worms for a shoot. He is out of his fucking mind. He had a segment with Trump backstage. I know. I know. He Did, had a segment with everybody. He, scared the shit out of Booker T for like a month and a half. <laughs> Did he disappear in real life for like a little while and they couldn't find him or some shit? I don't fucking... That guy's a strange yeah. dude. He got his front teeth ripped out for the gimmick. He is fucking dedicated, that Santino guy. Santino Morella owes his whole career to Boogeyman. Do you know also... Why? You ever hear that story? No. Boogeyman was booked in Ohio Valley Wrestling. Okay. When it was being booked by one James E. Cornette. And he said, I didn't know what the fuck to do with the Boogeyman. <laughs> so I wasn't going to do anything stupid. I didn't say he's the Boogeyman. I said, here's a crazy motherfucker who thinks he's the Boogeyman. <laughs> and I would tell the folks every day before the show, we have this crazed lunatic going around. He says he's the Boogeyman. And if you see him, you got to get away from him because he's fucking crazy. <laughs> so I had a group of my students, one of whom was Santino Morella. They were sitting in the front row. 
and Boogeyman came out, and all of the students ran and played scared, except for one, Santino Morella. So I called him in the back, and I said, motherfucker, next time you see the Boogeyman, you run the fuck away from him. And I slapped him 17 times. <laughs> He slapped him. He said he paintbrushed him. Pop, 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 pop. That's why. There's a, there's that's a why video. I don't get along. Yeah, that's video why he was fired. Yeah. yeah. And Cornette was fired. Did you hear how and they? Bo- and Santino was uh, booked with Omaga the next night. He won the belt. Was that the next remember? night? Well, he was pushed on TV. I'm sure it wasn't the next night, but he got a wow. It was, he has a make good. Do you guys remember how they found the boogeyman? He was on tough enough and lied about his age. Correct. <laughs> Correct, and Al Snow fucking loved him. Al Snow, he was said he was the best one in the class, and he was of like outworking was. all the younger ones. Forget how working. Look at like you said yeah, before. Look at the insane. level of commitment too oh, that he was. And they fucking looked at his ID and said, "What's your age?" He was, "I'm 31 or whatever." Right. And Al Snow goes, "Try again." He goes, "I'm 41." <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked you and everything, kid, but you're out of here. You lied. Really. And yes. then eventually, oh, I guess they found him and said, well, fuck it. And his they put age. him with Cornette and they said, make him the boogeyman and put him on TV. And it worked. It didn't work. He said, well, put him worked. on TV. It I worked. said, Laurinaitis, TV's written already. I can't just fucking plug him in. <laughs> 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 I can't plug him in. Fuck. TV's uh, written. I mean, it I wasn't good. Look, it was, in, it was an entertaining <laughs> character, at least. I didn't care for it. I don't know. I think it was over. I think crowds reacted to it, but then again, it was taped SmackDown era, so you don't know if it was real or it was you the blow know, dryer. You don't know that now. <laughs> yeah, that blow dryer. It's still the same cheer it's always been. It sounds like a fucking blow dryer running yeah. in your ear. It's horrendous. <laughs> People did like the boogeyman. I don't know why. Yeah, they did, and he still pops up. He so. does. They <laughs> he use him a lot. breaks a clock over his fucking head, <laughs> eats a shitload of worms. Lunatic. Oh, honey, I got to go to work this week. Let me take the teeth out. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, Fab, any closing thoughts on Ron Simmons, Farouk? From what I mean... I, I didn't watch it, so I can't really at, uh, attest to what, what you're saying. But from what we hear, he's, a, like you said, a fucking man amongst men. And <laughs> good on him for uh, for doing the Broken Skulls with Austin. Who should be the next guest on Broken Skulls with Austin, kayfabe? Um, hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe like maybe they should do Michelle McCool. That I, fat fucking Canadian <laughs> Kevin Owens is the answer, was, dumbass. I gave him a I fucking layup. I, was waiting, listen. I didn't want to take your answer, so <laughs> Kevin Owens. Answer. I didn't want to take your Let's answer. Set it up. All right, Kev, uh, Frank. Let me give you. It's the first time I'm telling you. So let me give you a little pitch for WrestleMania. They book Kevin Owens on the Smoking Skull, fucking whatever it is. I can't say it. What is it? it was broken, smoking, broken skull, skull sessions. sessions. And he's doing an interview with Austin. Austin offers him a beer. Kevin Owens says, I don't drink. Pushes it back. Right away, it's tense. <laughs> right away, Austin's upset. He <laughs> says, hey, you, come, you come to the studio, you don't want to take a drink. That's no problem. I didn't know you were a teetotaler. <laughs> so he doesn't drink. <laughs> teetotaler. So the conversation's getting more and more intense. Like, Kevin Owens is dodging the question. Think of that Dean Ambrose interview, how terrible it was. Right. But even more hostile. Because it's worked. Because it's worked. They're working. And then midway through or something, he gets up. Do 20 minutes. I don't get any more than that. 20 minutes in, Kevin Owens stands up, and he's like, when are you just going to have the guts to come back? Slaps the fucking headset off Austin, knocks his beer over, Austin pops up, there's a pull-apart with the stagehands. You have your fucking mania match. Doesn't that interest you more than Kevin Owens insulting Texas? Injected into my veins. <laughs> I need it immediately. <laughs> I need it. I don't need it. I don't need it now. I need it right fucking now. I needed it yesterday. I needed it yesterday. Fuck me. That's That's good. I like it. What's like she it. gonna do? And again, you need Austin to sell this match as much as you need Owens to sell this match. So I feel like all 
having Owens come out and disparage Texas every week is good. It's not the worst thing on earth they could do. It's a seed. But eventually you need Austin on the other side of this thing. That's why I hope they don't do it like they did with Taker Cena. Where, no, you can't do that. You, you need this motherfucker better be on that poster. You can't do Taker Cena. Uh, my worry is that if something happens to Austin and on this whole deal, the backup's just going to be Taker's coming out. Yep. And he's sticking a Texan flag up Kevin Owens. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. But yeah, I agree. I hope they don't keep Austin off television. I, I think that would be such a mistake. How long do you have? A month. Five weeks, I, I think. A little, a, a, yeah, a little more than a month. Yeah, what? What are they yeah. waiting for? Because they know that if you have him the last week, it's the, the you can't buzzers. do the last week. They don't care. You can't the bu- do the last people week. People are gonna watch Mania regardless. And if they pop him on the last week and they don't even say he's there, they just have Owen say uh, it's some shit that directly calls out Austin, but doesn't. I'll fight any Texan. Who wants to step up in the room? I mean, you could do that, but it's such a I'll lame way to do it. Open up a can of whoop ass. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to like, hear that shit, though. You know, they I'm started doing saying, that shit with Cody. I. What's the problem? That was if it's fine. Happening? That was fine. Oh, that's fine because it's disparaging AEW. No, in some no. If you have a satellite way, you have a return like Austin's, you're not going to fucking. Oh, uh, I'm a rattlesnake at night. Not for nothing. What's the these... best return that's happened in the last five years? Return the best booked return, just the return. Edge, nope. Yeah, I would say Edge. I would say CM Punk. I would say he had. I don't even like it Are that much. Are you kidding me? I'm but, saying, but, but look never, at the effect of fine. what they did. Edge look got the, the Rumble, won it, and headline made it. You're right. You're right. You're I get. Right. I get your. Thing I, with agree. Punk, but I agree. I agree. They I'm didn't saying say it. What? They didn't say it. Yes, but they leaked it purposely. They let it get out like two weeks before. They made it the best known secret ever. And then surprise, when you go to Mania and me and you see, oh, look, they have Dallas 316 shirts with with Kevin Owens getting his ass whooped on the back of the shirt. I wonder why that is. And then he comes out and gets the biggest fucking pop you ever heard 100,000 people give because that Cowboy Stadium ain't never had so many fucking people cheer. (laughs) Fuck off. I know, the Rock came out there once, so. We were there? Yeah. But who got the biggest pop of the night? Austin. Thank you. Yeah. And Sean probably got the second. Rock was like third. Everyone knew he was coming with his fucking flamethrower. Completely out of control. Oh, my God. I remember that. Fucking buried Bay- Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He didn't bury Bray Wyatt. He buried Eric, Eric Rowan. Oh, Eric Rowan. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Well, he buried all four of them. He fucking went on a, a fucking tirade. When then he- Cena comes out and says, let me get a piece of this. Yes. I remember when he came out, Vernon was like, he's got his wrist tape on. He's got Cena, his wrist tape Cena on. got a huge fucking Cena- pop. Well, Cena was hurt. Yeah. No yeah. one knew Cena was working. Cena came back. Huge pop. He didn't pop. work, but... Yeah, he gave one F you. Yeah, and The Rock pulled off his Adidas tracksuit with one hand and had his gear on. How amazing was Me that? Me and him were turning into each other saying, yo, he has boots on. Because we noticed the shine off the yeah. boots. Yeah. I remember it was either me or you or that's me and his SP. La- that's his last match. What? For Rock, now. Arizona. Yeah, Rock and Arizona. We were there. Oh, man. Brian. <laughs> so, Steve, come back. Don't fuck around. Yeah, it has to. It, it now has it to has happen. to happen. They, they chose this life because you like everything leak. So now you leak. <laughs> I don't care if you have to give this motherfucker $15 million. His ass needs to be Dang. at WrestleMania kicking you, people's you ass. You got to give him five. I just thought of a severe three issue. Three to five. Though, because we all know they're going to go for, get him back for at least three. They're going to milk this cow as dry as they can get it. Oh, hell yeah. Here's the problem. The number one place that's going to want him is Saudi Arabia. Yeah. He'll yeah. go. Alcohol's banned there. There's no alcohol what? whatsoever. Vince, we got a problem. Steve Austin. <laughs> Steve Austin ain't getting on no 14-hour fucking plane ride. 
and not drinking no goddamn alcohol. Why stone and cold, not stone sober, Vince. And how do you have stone cold beat somebody and not have a beer bash after? Yeah. That's insane. Why do you think it's Kevin Owens? I think because I think it's exactly what Cornette said. I think he knows what Kevin Owens will do. Will make Kevin Owens look like shit and make him look better. He'll make Kevin Owens will be able to make him look better than he is, and Kevin Owens will take all the bumps and bullshit to make the match look realistic and good. And also, you have the battle of the stunner. And if he wants to pick somebody he could go over without necessarily killing, Owens could take that pin. Uh, if Stone Cold Steve Austin is coming back, he's got he, he. Why would he come back for anything less than the title, the top guy? I got in his business to be number one. I don't think I look. I know why they're doing it. That it's all the reasons you say are right. But if I'm bringing him back, unless you can, unless. Unless you can get three. If this is just the first of a series of return matches, fine. But if this is one and done, and you're wasting on Kevin Owens, I think it's a terrible error in judgment. And what could it even really do for Kevin Owens? I mean, Nothing, because he, he's got a job. Well, well, you, but he can get over in the promos. Yeah. That's the thing. And and you just gave him a shit ton of money, too. Is that, was well, that part, that, was too. that part of his contract negotiation? Hey, Kev, we got this lined up. It's going to be you and Steve in Mania. Steve who? Austin. Am I, am I supposed to laugh like Brian last? <laughs> Direct quotes. He's it is. Now. He, he said it. I'm, I know Cornette said no. it. I don't care, but it's the truth. I know. I know. That's a good point. Maybe they used that to sweeten the pot, or more than likely, he looked at AEW, caught when that Cody was fucking jumping ship, and he said something must be wrong there. <laughs> but maybe he went too soon because I hear Nikki K. Fabe, AEW's got a streaming service. Is this true? It seems to be in the works. Uh, from what I've heard, potentially the big news that uh, who told you? Was it Melta SIS? Well, no. Tony Khan was like, "I got a big announcement. It's not about it's not about a return or a debut." Fucking <laughs> guy. No more debuts. I can't afford it. Um, Daddy, cut me off. And it seems to be that that HBO Max might be streaming. AW. HBO Max. Yeah. You're gonna sully my favorite fucking yeah. streaming service right now with this garbage That's, trash. I don't know. Wrestling? It's not definite. It's not official, but it's potential. HBO don't fucking do it. If you've got HBO Max and you're not watching Batman the Animated there Series, you're out of your is fucking that what, mind. Is that on HBO Max? All right, cool. I got. I want to watch the Harley Quinn show. No. Okay. Don't waste your watch. fucking time. Don't waste your time. Batman the Animated Series, Justice League Unlimited. I heard Peacemaker fucking was really tremendous. good. Fuck Peacemaker. You're out of your mind. Good. There was people saying... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. So, um... A streaming service, what do you think, Frank? Is this is this the move? It helps. Or is this one of those things that they just have to do whatever WWE does? It's not necessarily what WWE does. It's what any show on television does. Um, well, well, they I mean, think well they, Tom, I'm sorry to interrupt. They wouldn't have their own streaming service. They would just be streamable right. through another I, streaming service. Right. right. I was just going to clarify that. So as a sports program or a fake sport program or a live entertainment program as big as they are, which isn't really that big, but probably big enough to average 500000 to 750000 They could easily make an app. They could easily make their own streaming service. They could charge a set amount of money and try to do the WWE model. I think what they would have to do if they do that is put on more pay-per-views. I think they'd have to do monthlies because then it at least sells uh, the point of uh, doing that. Monthlies is tough for that product, I think. Monthlies is very tough, but it's not when you have a 200-man roster. You just have to book them better as a whole. Yeah. You have to make dark and and, and elevate or whatever the fuck those thing, two things are mm -hmm. actually matter 
and have them have real feuds on there so people actually might tune into the YouTube show. Who wants to tune in to watch a two-second squash? I don't. Uh, I don't tune in, period. No, but if you if they actually tried to put something interesting on there that was going to build feuds towards a pay-per-view, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd actually give it time. But, you know, good for them, I guess. I, I, I mean, who's going to... Do you think it helps get viewers? Here, I mean, here's, the problem with, here's the problem with what's going to happen. So right now, being the elite is on YouTube only. Oh, my God. Right? That's, Which is... Uh, pe- people don't want to... If people tune in for that, they're not going to watch the show. Hold on. But that's what I was just going to say. If you put Being the Elite next to an actual shoot program... Right. And you're going to have, oh, this is all bullshit. Here's how small our dicks are. Laugh at us if you will. And then five minutes later, you're going to tune in. Oh, next is a replay of AEW Dynamite. I'm yeah. not going to watch this fake bullshit. Yeah. I just watch these idiots fake booking on fucking YouTube. Yeah, you can't watch it. It does fucking fools. And it's just, that's the other problem. It's going to be fucking Sammy Guevara's vlogs. It's going to be every stupid fucking thing that's that's wrong with the wrestling business personified. And not enough of their actual product because there's just not enough of it to go around. The WWE right. needs a streaming service because they got 45 fucking shows on I, I agree with you 100%. They, they also have 100 years of wrestling footage. That's true, too. <laughs> well, AEW's and AEW is going to buy everybody out, though. They're going to go try to get Ring of Honor's they bullshit. Are, yeah. They're going to go try to get... If WWE hears that they're doing that, they will outbid them for that for that content. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, WWE, they, they want to own wrestling. That ROH stuff is valuable to, to an, them. No, to an extent. Not anymore. Now they want to be entertainment. They're no, not going to no, go buy Ring wrong. of Honor bullshit. I think you're wrong. They want that video library. They want it. Look what look what they've done with the video libraries they have. Look what they can do with it. They can monetize it a hundred ways. They have nothing yeah, that's true. but an endless need, a need for endless content. That shit's too graphic to go. Well, if they make ACW they work, they ECW. can make ACW to work. They, Did you ever try they, to watch ECW on the network now, though? It's not the same. It's they nothing. take everything away from it, Peter. They don't pay the music. They don't want They the take violence. away the fucking headshots. It's horrible. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. But I don't know what AEW is going to do. And if people see it and maybe tune into it and catch a show that's not fucking made with hugs and fucking skipping around and dancing with refs and all this nonsense. Do you think the crazy people of AEW, the crazy people of their audience, of whom I was fighting with, by the way, on Twitter. Oh, my God. uh, They finally got you? They got me. Do you think that they're crazy enough, Nick, to just sign up for HBO Max immediately if they don't have it? Yes. Because you have to support the cause. Yeah, oh, yeah. But see, here's the thing. Everybody run out. Hold on a second. Tony needs us. No Here's what's funny about this, right? Most of these people... Probably have HBO Max already. I mean, HBO Max is a very common app at this point, I would think. Because if you don't have it through your actual cable subscription, you probably signed up for just it because it's $10 a month like all the other ones are with a huge library. Mm-hmm. Do they really think, are they that egotistical that they think their little bullshit, not even one mil- million viewers a week program is going to bring in that many fucking subscriptions? I, I think that's mean, wild be, to even think that. I'm not arguing that, but will it get new fans? I mean, it will get what? It, let's say at the max, it gets a hundred to two hundred thousand signups. Is that really worth it for that's, them to pay? Oh, them? that's a no- yes. Worth it? 200,000 yeah. new subscribers? for Of course that's worth it. For them, I was yeah. going to say if you get 10,000 new subscribers, that might be worth it. What else do they have but subscriptions? Yeah, but I don't see... Th- I, the thing is, is I don't think most of these people don't already have HBO Max. I think that's a very common app. I guess time will tell. They say Peacock is very happy with WWE because let me tell you, I would not have Peacock, Peacock if WWE wasn't on I it. wouldn't either, but I have HBO Max and I wouldn't buy it well, for AEW. Well, you, you have other interests that you want HBO Max. Um, other people might not. There's some lunatic out there with, with Paramount Plus 
And that's history. I don't, you know, I don't know who they are, but hey, South Park has some good shit. <laughs> South Park, <laughs> asshole. There he is. <laughs> they they, have, they yeah. have the new Fairly Odd Parents show. They have the SpongeBob oh, show. Oh, fuck You're off. a thirty-year-old man. They You're have watching the, the. You're watching the Cosmo challenge. I can tell you what that challenge all stars. I can tell you what that. Yeah, I can tell you what that right-wing psychopath watch is. Fucking Yellowstone, you fucking piece I of shit. I want to watch Yellowstone. Of course you really do. Fucking yeah, good. you want to go live in an old western? No, Yellowstone's supposed to be really good. Fuck Timmy off. Is and then an 18, average kid. 1883 Yellowstone. Bro, I saw the picture for that shit. Anyone who watches that new Fairly Odd Parents show, go fuck yourself. Mom and Dad and Vicky Horrendous. always giving him demands. Enough or nothing. Twer- you know what the problem is in with Timmy's room? Go to bed instantly. Let me tell you something about Timmy. His magic Turner. little fish grab his every wish. Is it reality? They are his. You are horrendous. Fairly odd parents. Stop singing. The people are turning <laughs> off the show in record numbers. I watch it. Are you it. talking about designer? Is that Timmy Turner for you? I just, I don't get that song. I love the song, but you're a fucking idiot. You don't like that song? I don't like you. Okay. <laughs> but more specifically, that kid Timmy's a fucking asshole. You got everything you want in the world, and you just fuck it up every episode. <laughs> every fucking episode. To write that, though, is pretty... Is the pretty worst is the episode where the, bit, the, the fucking bitch Trixie finally falls in love with him, and he fucks that up, too. Just get it together, Timmy Turner. Trixie was you know hot. who Kayfabes is? She was a fucking cartoon. <laughs> the fuck who, is wrong with you? You know who Kayfabes is? I hate people... I'm sorry, PJ. I hate people who say that shit. <laughs> there used to be kids who... I, I'd fucking pipe Lois Griffin... She's a fucking cartoon character, you I animal. Like, you wouldn't fuck Lola Bunny? I like Marge. Uh, but Marge Space too. Jam? <laughs> Not the new one. They made it look like a fucking <laughs> something else. But no, fuck that. Fuck it. I hate people. I'd fuck her fucking Marge Simpson. I'd pull her fucking blue hair. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you fucking people? <laughs> You You're those kids it? that used to get suspended in junior high for searching that fucking hentai <laughs> bullshit. Oh, I like Avatar. Let me watch this guy stick his fucking stick up somebody. You fucking animal. People watch, do watch that shit. I know. They're fucking out of their minds. You're yeah. watching a cartoon. You're getting erect from a cartoon. You yeah. got a fucking problem. What? You need medical help. Frank, Fuck what, off. Frank, what's more degenerate? People who watch the fake anime porn or people who watch furries? They're both equally disgusting. Uh, hey, Fabe, how many furries are active in the United States today? <laughs> There's about, what, 800? 60,000. 60, oh, yeah, 60,000. 60,000 people like six, dressed. Hold on a second. Estimated 60,000. Let me just clarify for anybody that's never been on the internet. So these furry fellas, are they people that, that like to dress up like animals and then fuck each other? That's correct. Yeah. My God. And they actually stay like that. That's correct. <laughs> and they go to conventions. Yeah. What a fucking country we that's live in. That's how they census. They that's go to how conventions. They, that's how they figured out. They estimated 60,000. <laughs> oh, my God. What a fucking world we live in. So well, let me get this straight. There's people that like dressing up like animals and fucking. There's people that jerk off to fucking cartoons fucking. This country's obsessed with sex. There's a one fucking girl on Instagram. Attractive girl, too. But I see why they do it because they're demented. And there's a marketplace for this sort of a thing. She pretends she's a baby. Sleeps in a crib, gets a binky in, like a boyfriend uh, rocks her to sleep. Fuck out of here. I'm sorry, but that's like one step away from appealing to the yeah, lowest so- form of human fucking life. You know what? But soon enough, there's going to be some sick motherfucker that turns around and goes, Hey, they have fucking rights, asshole. If someone wants there to dress was- up like a fucking baby, it's their goddamn right I on this s- earth. I've seen something pretty crazy um, on that kind of same subject. Uh, in L.A., a guy got accused of, of rape and... He, after he got accused and jailed, he cl- he said, I identify as a woman after it happened to avoid all the jail time and shit. How crazy is that? 
That's crazy. Why, women can't rape each other? I guess he thought it would be a lesser sentence. Or he would go to a women's oh, prison. He's shooting his shot. He's saying, let's see what happens. Yeah, that's, I mean, pretty, this that's is, really this, it. This is the challenge of, of opening the fucking floodgates. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, this is not talk radio. This is ring through <laughs> radio. Yeah, Close back to, to more important Close things. Enough. More important things. The Stop biggest jerking news, off the hentai. The, most bi- the biggest news of the week. Shane Strickland. Without <laughs> 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 kayfabe has to call them. Kayfabe has to call them by another name. Why I call him by his WWE name? Yeah, that's did you hear Terror Rising had a heart attack? Fuck like, off! What? Hold on, I'll defend him on this one. He was more recently known as I the don't name give he said. Fuck, he's Shane Strickland. He's Shane Strickland because he was Shane Strickland and he worked with you in front of twenty people. That's who he will be for no. life. He will be Shane Strickland. That's not fair. Okay, life ain't fair. No, Good. I mean he may probably made more money as fucking Swerve Scott. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, so K-Fabe. Would you K-Fabe? guys pay no, him no, a no, hot no, dog? No, 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 Frank. He's a game changer. No Frank, question. we're pitching this over to our boy K-Fabe. He was dying to do this. I wasn't He dying. wanted to talk about it nonstop. Tell me why Swerve Strickland signing with this fucking mud show is so goddamn important, K-Fabe. The floor is yours. Tell right. the people. Oh, he's good. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> MJF is versing no. CM Punk on I, another. <laughs> I feel like he has some appeal, Swerve. I mean, it's just another guy there, Kayfabe. It's gonna be, but how long till he's on dark? Two, two matches on probably, fucking TV. Probably like four or five. I think. And I like the guy. I, it sucks that they released him. I really don't understand it. Still to this day, I thought they were popular to an extent. I thought they were getting their merch selling out and shit. I still don't understand why they're not a part of the WWE. But I don't blame him. He went there. He went to the place that's probably gonna pay him the fucking best. He's gonna have to work two days a week. Yeah, it ain't that bad. It's or not one a bad day a gig. week, whatever the it's fuck not, it is. I don't know. I, it's crazy how you can't sign Cody, but you could sign him and Buddy Murphy. Because well, they looked and they said, oh, we could get like seven of these value guys or we could pay how Cody. How much do you think they're getting paid? 200 In comparison to Cody, it's pennies. Cody's a guy that's getting five or fucking more at the minimum if you're yeah. talking punk money. I, I think guess. what happened with Cody, and we spoke a little bit last week, I think what happened was he wants punk money. And if Tony Khan gives him punk money... Jericho Gunn getting that punk money, and they're all going to want it. He's going to raise what's acceptable for a contract um, for AEW, and I don't think he wanted to do that. I don't think he wanted to set that precedence. There's been a debut. Kayfabe, there has been a debut. We got breaking news. AEW, there's been a breaking news. You're not going to be happy. His name is Buddy Matthews now, you fucking asshole. Buddy Matthews. He has debuted in AEW. Yeah, I knew that. He fucking, he's with Black. Kayfabe, I'll make a pact with you. We're only going to watch whatever he does. That's I it. Get, I can get behind And I can watch he's Jay White. And I'll watch Jay White. Guy, See, though. look, they're getting guys now that make me want to watch. You have Jay White. You have Buddy Matthews. AEW, I make a promise to you, bags of shit. I'm going to watch this show after I'm done with this show. You have one chance. If you fuck this up, I'm not giving you another chance. Short of Shawn Michaels coming back from Turkey with hair plugs and kicking Bret Hart in the middle of your fucking ring, I ain't watching. So this is your chance. Don't fuck this up. They've been warned. All right, so let's get to another AEW item here. Recently, MJF pinned CM Punk. Kind of a shocking moment. Probably the right thing to do, though, right? Yeah. So now they're building up for a rematch because, you know, <laughs> Punk, he ain't taking this line down. Oh, no, no, no. Thank you. And it's going to be a dog collar match. Of course it is. What do you think about that, Francis? Uh, it's a good step. I mean, I, I don't know. 
The dog collar match to me, it's like I guess they could tell a story. There, it's hard to even think of these matches because I'm so removed from them being in a company that doesn't want to do anything that visceral. I guess we'll say violent, violent. You know, you know that match is gonna have some fucking juice. But here's the problem I have with this: this stipulation, the way the feud's playing out. I just know CM Punk's winning this match. I think. I w- it's a, it's very hard to believe he's not. And if he, he if he he's puts him so over, arrogant, he may want to put him over. Because then he could say he Bret yeah. Harded him. Yes. I could see yeah. that. I could see that. I don't want to say I made his career, but he, I made his fucking career. But again, if he does, if he does do that, then okay, good. Then then it's a good match. And Punk needs to bleed. And Punk needs to make MJF look more like... Here's the problem with how they book MJF. I think he's the best heel, one of the better heels right now. He's a great talker. You know what you need to add to him? Some more ability to win matches without cheating. Yeah. Agreed. A little toughness. Yeah. Toughness. He lost a lot the, of that. I they make he's won him, a match without I cheating. I dare say he needs a Mick Foley. Someone needs to do for MJF what Mick Foley did for Triple H. Bingo. Get exactly him, what Randy I was Orton, say. for that matter. Make right. him look like a man. You got yeah. punk. It's the same mistake that WWE did about six years ago when Seth Rollins turned on the shield. Going to be the biggest heel in wrestling. And they made him look like a bitch for six months. Mm-hmm. He didn't win one fucking match clean. It was the most annoying goddamn thing on earth. Fucking J&J security. Until they got demolished by Brock <laughs> Lesnar. were out of control. You need to book him in a match where he can't possibly win. And he wins. Because he's that damn good. And he wins like a man. Yes. Even Hunter had those fucking matches. Yeah. Uh, Foley, I tell you right now, he was the best heel in the business for those for, for a brief period of time. Yeah. And Foley gets a lot of credit for that. I also watched Foley on the Broken Skull sessions. Was he weak? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it. He's a little weak. <laughs> but I got a lot of respect for McFoley. You have to. Hey, what that man did for us as children, we 100%. can't repay him. 100%. What the he did pain for... he goes through right now is not worth what he did for us. He endorsed Ring Crew Radio. He did. So we're a big fan of uh, McFoley here. Two people have been killing out. We're going to get their plaques on the walls. We should. <laughs> we should get a cornet thing for sure. With a racket sticking out of it. Ring Crew Radio. I love you guys. <laughs> as long as you keep paying me. <laughs> Frank, you're homeless. Pat, you're bald. Nick, you pay for this whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. Me and PJ are teaming up. The next time he has a special, we're going to give him fucking two minutes on you. Let him really tear you a new asshole. Wait till I tell him who some of your favorite wrestlers are. He'll have a fucking ball with that one. Wait, I tell he him probably Nick- likes all Wait, my do I tell him uh, Nikki Kayfabe's deeply held personal views? Oh, boy. You motherfucking <laughs> piece. I heard you went to the fucking Capitol. Anyway, so... Wow. Recently, this Saturday... Do me like that. Live <laughs> from Saudi Arabia... Was Elimination Chamber. <laughs> know how I started the day, Francis? Here we go. The I know. Just, don't, just ignore it. Ignore <laughs> it. I'm all stuck and fucking... Because you do this. Because instead of taking the one minute before the show to fix your fucking headset, you have to sit there and tangle it more and Turn more until it doesn't Turn the headset around. Work. Turn it around. There's a left and right. No, it's... I'm... I'm okay. So, this Saturday... <laughs> What's something else? At 11.30 a.m., got in the car, I went to Sheep's Head Heights... <laughs> Otherwise known as Garrison Heights. For a loyal listen to Kevy Pretzels. He was hosting this thing. And I walked in, and there he was, 11.30 a.m., pouring a Tito's handle of vodka into a protein shaker. And he said, you ready to do this? I said, I guess so, because I had to drink to get through this fucking event. Frank, you watched? I watched, man. Okay, babes, you watched? I watched the end of it. 
You coward. All I right, know. so you're running through the card. All right, let me pull it up. So you're in Saudi. What's the time difference between Saudi Arabia and the United States? I got no idea, Brian. Did you notice, Frank, that... I, I, I don't mean to sound ignorant. I'm an ignorant American. What do I know? The crowd seemed a little more diverse than normally they are in Saudi Arabia. Remember those early shows where everyone looked like they were king? No, that was just in the front couple rows. Once they zoom into the actual crowd that's in the stands, that's all normal people, yeah, I, I think. But I, yeah, but I, I don't say normal people. But, but they're they not normal all, people. They didn't all look like they were Saudi Arabian people. I think people. times are changing over there. I, I think. It, looked, it looked like Americans went there. No, but I was seeing European-looking fucking people, white people. And I was like, this is kind of strange. Maybe right. they traveled, I guess. Are you, times are changing are ready for over this? there, my friend. Times, they are a changing. And you know what? Before you start... I hate to do this because WWE, they're full of shit. They're a propaganda outlet, I know. But it does seem like they're accomplishing some good with this export of their stuff. Because they said the billboards for the first time had women on Saudi Arabian billboards. Yeah, but that's like one of those things where it's like, all right, it was a digital thing. They probably blinked them for two seconds. All right, nobody look. Take it down <laughs> before they start throwing shit. You don't shit. know that. You no, don't look, know in, that. in all reality, what they're doing is great. The problem is is the line online is going to be, it's fucking blood money, all because one little insensitive Phil yelled about it. Yes. So now right. everyone's got to defend the point that it's blood money. And you know what? Yeah, okay, it's blood money. Guess what? The UFC gets some of that blood money. The NBA dabbles in fucking China. There's blood money all across this How about world, that? Well, well, you're producing a show with the with the okay of the American government. That's not blood money, too? Like you, you can't Eric Bischoff went to North Korea. If everybody's guilty of everything, then no one's guilty of anything. Bingo. Remember that, Fabes. Write that one down. Fabes, let's read the card. All right. Do you want the pre-show or just the first match? Let's do the pre-show. The pre-show. We had Ray with Dominic Mysterio yes. taking on The Miz. Let me tell you something here, Francis. <laughs> Why'd you say it so flat like that? Am I, the, am I the only one who's noticed Miz is getting a lot of play? Like People in my personal life like The Miz now. People on Twitter like The Miz now. It's the, There's been a revival. What happened to The Miz the that network, people like him now? It's the network effect. People saw him and his smoke wife on a fucking reality show where they could stare at his fucking wife's tits for 45 minutes uninterrupted. And their wives probably watch it because it's another fucking reality show. Mm -hmm. And I think he's just gained a lot of mainstream popularity. He was the WWE champion last year, albeit for two minutes, whatever it was. But longer, he was. Than, longer than Kane. But uh, <laughs> again, Miz, when he has the right storyline and he's not doing stupid bullshit with Johnny Nitro and playing with water sticks and being an asshole, <laughs> I think the Miz is one of the best talkers. I think he's one of the best heels. He's not one of the best workers, but he tells a psychological match. He'll work a leg. He'll do the right things. He'll get heat in a match. He does what he has to do. I think he suffers from something a lot of the guys that are good there suffer from, which is just horrendous booking at times. But right now, they just gave him Edge, which is a good feud. It's a money match. And I didn't personally like the tag match, but I'm sure a lot of people got some type of stiff about it. So, good for them. Now you move them on to the Mysterios. You know what? On paper, you look at it and you kind of look like, all right, well. And then you think about it and say, these are two big stars. This is actually a bigger match than you even think right. it is. Because Mysterios worldwide right now. two Hall of Famers. Exactly. And The Miz is, is just, again, he's, he's a well-known guy. So, I got a question here. Number one, kayfabes, I believe. Sure. Uh, Miz lost. Right, Mysterio won this thing, right? Yes. So at some point during the build of this, Miz made a comment about how Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero is the father of Dominic. Did you yes, hear this? Yes. So my question is, was that said to be cute? Like we were referencing Katie Vick, like we're referencing an old shitty angle to make to pop the crowd, 
Or are they really trying to imply that Eddie Guerrero might still be the biological father? Like Maybe they plant in the seed so he turns on uh, Ray and they have a custody battle again. Well, yeah. I mean, a team and a, a main, not mania. Yeah. Before, the mania? Or it's mania. That? The so, Miz has a guest partner of Logan yes, Paul. Yes. Who gets the most heat in the wrestling business. And they're going against the Mysterios. And it's interesting because yeah. that... It's always a storyline that it is interesting. Like you could do, like he changed his name to Guerrero because they probably own that shit, or some in some fucking entity of it. Mm-hmm. I don't and know if I, they're gonna want to do that. It's it's touchy, but if it's done right, I mean, you have Ray like beat the shit out of him, trying to convince him he's a Mysterio. It's good storytelling. Be a good three three part match. He's given his mask to Dominic. That's what's gonna happen. He's gonna do it live in the ring for his last match. He's gonna take his mask off. But then why would you have son. him unmasked all these years? What do you mean? Dominic. If you're going to put him in a fucking oh, mask anyway. Oh, he doesn't anyway. have to wear it. Just like a sign of respect. Uh, well, maybe he will put it on. He's I don't a, you, know. Vince is, you put that fucking mask on. <laughs> put it on. You Mysterios are only worth as much as your mask. I like you. You're taller. <laughs> I'm going to have your face brock. He did that already. So anyway, serviceable enough match. It was okay. They did like a Guerrero spot where... The, go, the Guerrero mid, spot. That's or they true. Miz pretend that that he got tripped or something, or he pretended they he did a double something. Guerrero spot. The Miz pretended he got hit by a chair, and then Dominic's uh, no Ray sold that he got hit by something. It was fucking right. weird. But All it was right, good. serviceable enough. But I remember Kevin Pretzels made an observation. He says, "Really, they're putting Miz on the pre-show," which I guess you know a little disrespectful, maybe. But someone's got to do it. They had a lot of shit on this show, though. They sure did, Brian. What else did they have on this shit show? To open up. We had the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, taking on Bill Goldberg. So there I was, minding my own business. The right Look, oh, here he goes. Frank's taking a drag from his cigarettes because he knows once again he's going to have to eat crow. Because once again, my man Bill delivered a fine match, serviceable match with a good finish. Goldberg got a huge pop from the audience. I even remember reading online. They were shocked at what a big pop he got. He's over his fuck. It was a good match. I think it was the right placement. I was okay with actually opening up with this because, you know, it's good. the hottest match on the card is usually the first match because even by the main event, the crowd's fucking wiped. So I think that it was in a good spot. It was a good match. I thought it was a really good finish. Once again, Goldberg was bleeding from the top of his head, so I can only assume he fucking... Bro, how does it keep happening? He smashes his head into doors before he comes to the ring because he's a fucking man. That's what men do. That's what I do before <laughs> ring karate every fucking day. You smash your head into a yes. door? Apparently not hard enough. You're not so bleeding. So, Frank, before you start, I'm just, just a couple of terse answers. Just yes or no questions. Okay. Do you think the match had the right placement on the card? Yes. Do you think it was a good enough match? Yes. D- was the finish perfect? Yes. Okay. Did Goldberg deliver? Did he carry his end of this thing? Yeah. Okay. I never said he wouldn't. Again, That's you've it. missed the entire point of what my was point was. the crowd was. into it? Yeah, of course they were. The two, uh, the fucking biggest star in the company's in the match other than Goldberg. <laughs> right. They'll okay. be into it if Maybe. he's facing fucking Corey Graves. Well, no, I don't think that's true. I would argue Goldberg might have been the third biggest guy on this fucking card. To an extent, yes. But And, and guys, specifically. We won't include the ladies. But. I agree. Look, they did the right thing. They had him fucking job the Roman and take that fucking guillotine, which was yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. They protected him a little bit by mm-hmm. letting him get his spears in. Right. I, again, I just think it would do more for a guy you're trying to push, not a guy that's there already. That was my only point. All right, they did fair fine enough. with it. So we won't, we won't uh, go back two episodes, folks, if you want to hear the fucking Goldberg the fight. The bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> you and Frank what? screaming Fuck at each you. other. 
You want to take this outside? <laughs> you want to fight me, huh? <laughs> you want to make me bleed, huh? What was the next thing? Next up, we had Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Nikki A.S.H., and Rhea Ripley in an Elimination Chamber, chamber match with the winner going on to face the winner of the women's title match at WrestleMania 38. Gentlemen, it's time we clap it up. You got You want to see progress in Saudi Arabia? The first time I saw women wrestle in Saudi Arabia, they looked like they were at a fucking sleepover. <laughs> they were wearing 4XL t-shirts. They looked like idiots. But now we've gotten to bodysuits. <laughs> we're making progress. Progress. Progress, progress nonetheless, baby. <laughs> we're making progress. We've gotten to bodysuits now. So clearly things are changing over there. Look, this is just... These fucking women's elimination chamber matches are fucking horrendous. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, yes, it was booked correctly. They got the right winner. But the way they got there could have been a, done a lot better to make Bianca look a lot better. I feel like no one looked good in this match. Everyone who did look good got eliminated directly after. I don't know what the fuck Alexa Bliss is anymore. Is she still possessed by this fucking clown or is she not? There's a fucking swing in the chamber. A lot of confusing shit. Bianca Belair should have won this match from square one. I'm glad she did. I'm glad we're getting her and Becky at Mania. Hopefully Becky does the right thing. Or I should say they booked Becky to do the right thing and reestablish Bianca at the place she was. Because Becky could elevate herself at any point and go there. Bianca needs a solid run being at the top to really cement her place where it should be. But you could have booked it better. So, I agree with a lot of what you said. So I'll do my thoughts. What is Alexa Bliss? Talented. That's what she is. She was tremendous in this thing. The swing set in the chamber, I didn't hate it. It was cute. I think Alexa's great. I think she's great. I think she's fucking so good at her role. I'm not even a big fan of the role. I don't like Harley Quinn, but I can appreciate Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I can appreciate the performance. So definitely big fan of Alexa Bliss. And the, like I said, the the swing in the, in the pod. It was something. It was something cute. What I didn't like, and they did this twice now in the same card, the last person who comes into the chamber was not starting the match. They did the, the switch up on you. The last person. So they just send out the biggest star of the match. In yeah. this case, Alexa Bliss, because she was returning. I didn't like that. Yeah, they're, they're fucking around with something that didn't need to be fixed. Well, they've done that. They've around. done that a few times. They did it with Batista, I remember, the year that Triple H and him were in the chamber together. They switched the entrances and it fucked me uh, up. If that's they true, do it then sometimes fuck them. and you don't even realize it. So that's the story there as far as Alexa Bliss. I got a question for Nikki Kayfabe. I want to hear just a simple answer, Kayfay, please. All right. Alexa Bliss or Liv Morgan? Who are you taking? Liv Morgan. Interesting. I'm taking Alexa Bliss. That was the talk of the town. I was watching with a bunch of dudes. Love We were just Liv like, Morgan. look, beautiful. every woman in this match is beautiful, but Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan were the top of the heap. What do you think, Francis? I'll go through Dewdrop to get both <laughs> of them. <laughs> I was about to say, you're gonna, I knew you were going to say something fucked up. Liv Morgan or Alexa Bliss, they're both little blondes. Yeah, I was saying, I'll take down the big one to get the both of them. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it's like, either way, you win, right? I mean, yeah. it's not really like you're fucking losing there. Who's more evil? Hitler I, or I guess I'll take fucking Alexa Bliss, because I always had a fantasy that fucking Chucky doll killed me in my fucking sleep, so that's probably as I close think she's as got, I'm getting. I think she's got more personality, and Dewdrop saved Liv Morgan's fucking ass here. 
when Liv Morgan oh my took, God, took a tumble yeah. over the top rope and she had her leg jacked oh up. Oh my God! Tongue. I thought her whole knee got fucking torn apart on that. It was wild. So I think this was good. I I thought Rhea Ripley and Alexa Bliss had a really good spot. I think Rhea Ripley overall had a tremendous showing. She had a really good showing on Raw too. I, I they made that, her look the best. Yeah, yeah. I think this might have been a star making performance for her, but I think Alexa Bliss looked the best. Alexa Bliss's offense does not look as clunky and uncoordinated as a lot of the women's stuff, which is weird because she's a short girl and it, so it you would fits think, her character too because she's so over. Dramatic with it, kind of, and she looks like a like how a doll would be doing. This I love a drop her. kick. She falls right on her ass. She throws her feet out in front of her. Yes, I, I was I was really taken aback by how good she was here. I would like to talk about Rhea Ripley for a second. It's about time we're seeing this now. This is what we saw in NXT for years. Yeah. I think she's finally come to her own in in many ways. I think she yeah. finally is doing shit that's actually good. You know who's in love with Rhea Ripley? I do actually. Battle Creek, uh, Matt Michigan. from Battle Creek, Maddie yeah. suits from Battle Creek. Yeah. Really, yeah, loves He's her. In love with her. Loves she, her. She doesn't seem the type to like a man in a suit. No, she he texts so me all, texts me all the time. Rhea Ripley, my God, all this shit. She's a good looking girl. Probably. Wants I to thought get... so. I thought so yeah. as well. She looked like Catwoman. And I think yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess Bianca Belair was the right one to go over here. You know what? I, Why not? It, good enough. I would. A rank lot this of complaining match. about Bianca Belair and SummerSlam, right? When that happened. You know what I don't like about Bianca Belair, and I do like her. I think she's tremendous. Why does she have to smile at her opponents? Yeah. Because she doesn't look at. Tell them me, Kayfabe. Like, why does she have to smile? Because she looks at everything know. like a moment. Yeah. Well, there's that, and I think it's also I, like I, yeah, I see that also. I don't know. I also think like dominant athlete, like it's kind of like a smirk, like all right, I know I'm gonna beat you because I'm better than you. But I don't. I see what you're saying, and I I, I think like Muhammad Ali cool. used to smile. You yeah, saw us a whoop yeah, people's ass. Anderson Silva did too, and he cost me two hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> his fucking leg broke. Don't fucking bring it up no, again. No, when he got fucking his clean fucking jaw claw. Oh, that's because he was talking shit. Yo, yeah, oh my god, what an asshole. Well, who expected some dick from Long Island to beat him? <laughs> Not anyway, me. Anyway, K. Fab, you're a ladies' man. Any closing thoughts on the ladies' chamber? Oh, I didn't see it, Brian. All right, next up. Uh, but no, my closing thought was people were bitching about Bianca losing to Becky at Mania uh, at SummerSlam. And now all of a sudden you get this story to come full circle with them. Redemption. I don't. I don't think anybody had a problem with her losing. I think it was the timing. The of timing the of it. Which, okay. Which. Okay. Now. Oh, uh, good. You're gonna tell a story where Becky's gonna thrash her for four weeks about how she beat her in 29 seconds, and Bianca's gonna really have to fucking sink or swim. Yeah. It's a. It's actually a harder test for Bianca than I thought it's gonna be because now she has to try to out promo Becky as a heel who has a 29 second victory over her. Yeah. This should be fun. This girl's yeah. gonna get buried. God help her. I hope so. I want Becky to unleash, but we'll get to Becky later. <laughs> oh, God. She got a work cut out for her tonight. Next up <laughs> was Saudi. Naomi and Ronda Rousey taking on the team of Charlotte and Sonya Deville. And Ronda Rousey had a stipulation where she had to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts here, Kayfabe. I had a lot of thoughts. Now, you didn't see this thing, but me and Frank did. I'm going to say something right now. I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Sonya Deville might be the most attractive woman on this roster. I thought she looked incredible. And here. of course she doesn't fuck men. She's a lesbian, I hear. I yes. don't know if that's true or not, but I don't give a shit. She was she was good here. She's great. Played her role to absolute perfection because you knew she was taking the fucking pin in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the little fake out she did with the hand tied behind her back. I thought Charlotte did good. I have a question as to the attire worn by one Ronda Rousey. I don't know if she thought she was in Tokyo. I don't know why she was coming out and bowing. But you know... <laughs> She's an Olympian. Frank, if I was Asian, I'd make white people bow. But that's another story. No, she came out like she was an Asian, and she bowed, and she, I guess, what, was she like judo or something? She was a judo Olympian. It's not, that's not really an Asian thing. That's like a martial arts thing. You bow before your competition. Well, where did martial arts originate? 
different parts of Asia. There you go. So I thought it was a little, I just didn't get it right away. I got very nervous when they tied her hand behind her back because those knots never looked. The rope is always so big. It well, it didn't even get behind her back. It was more to her side. Right. I, I, I was just afraid it was going to come loose. Overall, I think this match might have been a little underwhelming. I don't know if it quite got to where they wanted it to be. But I thought Sonya played her part perfectly. I thought Naomi and Charlotte had a fucking gangbuster match a week ago or so. Did you guys talk about that on church, by the way? Yes, we did. I listened to church. I didn't hear. I didn't talk too much about it then. No, we did. You guys talk about other things at church. You guys talk about fucking football. How, how, how we lost money that week. But anyway, decent enough match, but I think a little underwhelming. Could have could have went for a little more. And why not just make Ronda go out there? Like if, this, if she had just punched Sonya Deville one time with the hand that wasn't tied and she went out, wouldn't that have been just as good buried as what we the, got? Buried Deville. You but, can't make Ronda. But she's look, an authority figure. It's I, not like she's getting buried. No, nah, but it. she's gonna have a match with Naomi at Mania. Yeah, I would imagine you have to go that route. Now. So uh, you, you can't make it look like shit. But who wins that match? And now? Ronda yeah. also, to her credit, Ronda, you can't have Ronda knock somebody out. If Ronda starts knocking people out with left hands, this fucking division is gonna be shit in two weeks. Yeah, because she could no, because you can do it to Sonya, who is an authority figure. And to answer your question, who wins? Because they already did the fucking match. Yeah, <laughs> which I know. is bizarre. And Sonya just took an L this and Saudi too. So book some kind of a step and have Naomi go over. But that's another story. What else? We about need heat. Next up, we had Drew McIntyre taking on Madcap Disc oh, Jockey. Disc my, Jockey I got this one. Okay. So originally I had no thoughts about this match. I thought it was gonna be dog shit, I thought it was gonna be garbage. Talk about a dark horse match. I have so much respect for this guy fucking dickhead uh-huh. Moss. Uh-huh. He has the worst name in wrestling, he has the dumbest attire in wrestling, but my god, he took an absolute beating. Drew McIntyre did that fucking reverse Alabama slam, and I don't know what Madcap was thinking. It looked like he was trying to almost flip out of it. Cause he didn't know how to take it instead of going flat. And this motherfucker pile drove himself legitimately head cracking on canvas neck getting all fucking types of bent up and the professional that Baron Corbin is to realize what happened right away and go and interfere in the match to try to get Drew off of him so that he could get five minutes to recover really good by Baron Corbin. I don't know if you picked up on that when it happened PJ you saw how he just right in there. Um, as soon as Riddick got dropped on his head, Corbin picked yeah. it up immediately and ran in the ring. He I pulled I him out of Dodge. I heard that that was planned, kayfabe. Right? Really? I didn't hear that. I heard that it was everyone was just making a comment about how much of a professional he looked like by doing that. I didn't see. No, I mean, it, it could have been a spot in the match that he was going to go after Drew because it was false count anyway. So you know, at some point he's going to get his hands on Corbin, but. The match, this guy gets up, and I'm like, how the fuck is he walking? I thought he was dead. I thought he was legitimately neck down paralyzed. That was insane. I, I think if he doesn't go, if they don't start a slow baby build with him against Corbin, then I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Because this, this to me, could be a star-making performance. Because what did it show, gentlemen? Legit toughness. Cojones. Legit toughness, balls. And they said behind the scenes, he went up to everybody and apologized. Which is incredibly And he stupid. went up to Vince. I don't think so. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Vince is going to love that. He's going to be a big upset. He gets it. And I think if if properly built upon from here, this could be a huge star-making moment for him. You got to drop the gimmick. Immediately. But, yeah. I Give could. it to Let it build. Let it build. He's, let it build. Fine. But after, you know, your star-making performance and your... Your turn, How long you, you let to, it build? You have to let. You have to get rid of the match. Cash in on this right yeah. now. 
Next week, he should come out with fucking one suspended down, pissed off, limping and shit, and he should get his fucking hands on somebody. But there's also something to be said, and I think Batista and Triple H did it perfectly. The slow build where you just knew eventually Madcap is going to have enough of Happy Corbin's bullshit. Have Happy Corbin make little jokes. Oh, you fell on your head. (laughs) He's doing the laugh, and he's laughing with it at first, and then suddenly he's not laughing anymore. And build it slowly until he snaps. I think Drew can even go out and give him the endorsements. That you were one tough motherfucker. Well, Drew is... He became I, Cuban? Let me tell you. I thought I killed him. There well, Drew is, Drew is going to get <laughs> Corbin at Mania, you would have to imagine. So Maybe Moss does the turn then. You yeah. Have him in a p- yeah, position. 100%. Yeah, you can tie him in somehow. Then they're going to just gonna make him good. Scottish. They're going to make him dress up like Braveheart as <laughs> Drew's bitch. Yeah, they'll ruin it, but... Build on this WWE. You have a moment. He's a real tough guy. I mean, you saw it. You can't unsee it. We know what we know. It's and it's, they it's, showed the replay. That was the crazy yes, part. Yes, I thought I, the which same made me thing. thought, is this planned? I was like, no, they didn't plan a guy dropped on his can't. fucking head. You can't. But I was shocked at the balls that they just kept replaying it because you're right. Usually they try to conceal that very quickly. But anyway, big ups to Madcap. Big big ups. Even went on the Twitter machine and gave him a little shout out. Did you? you? Know. I didn't see that. I'm sure he read it. You actually, I've actually been really impressed with you on the Twitter. Well, maybe you can retweet some things. I see K Fabes. You got the following. I see K Fabes doesn't on. even like things. He's a piece of shit. I K-Fabes, like a lot of things. People Get follow K Fabes. K Fabes is in now. He's a he's a member of the IWC. Oh, I, oh, no question. As we, <laughs> I'm glad you're proud of that. As After we said, the competition as we, the last as two it weeks. was a self fulfilling prophecy. He's become the most hated man in the IWC. No, no, no way. No, no, not he's yet. a hero. He's not yet. even top ten. He's no, a folk not. hero. He's a folk I'm hero. Definitely not top ten, but I'm trying to get there. He's not Gareth, but he's he's on his way. That guy's. He a ain't junky either. Junky you have is junk, fucking... Do you have Junkie or Gareth's real pictures? No, ju- Gunthy's <laughs> Junkie has the best one. It's Fat Jericho with his <laughs> head below. No, I know, up. but like, what do they really look like? They probably look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, that guy Jobber Nation gets some heat too. That yeah, guy is out of control too. He just he, says he things literally heat, to yeah. just piss people off. Well, me, uh, me and PJ had I texted. I said, yo, you have to get involved in this. Some guy just... I got the hot tag. This is <laughs> what he does. See, this is why I stopped going on Twitter, because every two well, seconds I'm look, getting... It's, it's, he's taking on five people at once. <laughs> and every two he seconds I'm getting a text. Enough. Bro, I need help. I need help. <laughs> mayday. <laughs> mayday. <laughs> I go on there, and three fucking nerds who live in their mother's basement is giving this guy shit. That night, when I was in AEW, bro, and I got that... when my, my I had 30 fucking notifications. And I'm answering them, and then the people I'm with are like, yo, stop looking at the phone with the... I'm like, I'm answering people. I got to deal with this. <laughs> I got to get at them. But, They're but calling the, me out. The Orange Cassidy shit, some guy was talking about Orange Cassidy, and I was like, Pat, you need to get in on this. And he's, he's a like, fucking clown. <laughs> and then, whatever you said, I mean, you articulate yourself a lot better than I do on that app, so... Because they're looking for fight. They look for trouble. <laughs> the gobbly gooker with the bad gimmick. Yes, it was. <laughs> right. They keep bringing, they keep interjecting things into it. I'm trying to tell them basically that Orange Cassidy is a piece of shit. Right? That's my working theory. He sucks. He's a disgrace, etc. And they keep introducing other people. They go, well, Kai and Ty really sucked in 97. I said, yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm not going to hey, defend Kai and Ty. But what the fuck are you talking about? You're not going to defend Kai and Ty. Choppy, choppy, pee-pee. It, it, but it's did like, he bring that up? He brought up choppy choppy pee pee. No, he no, doesn't know. But it wasn't kind of time. But it's just that's the thing. If you were to say Donald Trump is a terrible president, well, James Buchanan led to the Civil War. Like, okay, fine, fine, <laughs> okay, he was bad too. But can we stick to the fucking point? They did everything they could. They're trying to goad me 
into defending like some How dare you defend shit. that company that wouldn't push Bastion Booger? Yeah, oh Jesus. <laughs> I know. I'll try to be more active, K Fabe. Let me know. Next time they come at you, you let me know. Because I try to I try to be friendly. You better K-Fabe. watch out about being K-Fabe's active. K Fabes will on tell Twitter. you to go fuck you get- yourself. I drop a little ha ha, let them know I'm on your side. Yeah, yeah, you did. I saw you do that a, a few times. Smiley face yeah. with the with the things tearing, like try you're to old school beat. though. You don't even use emojis. You type the emojis like you're fucking old man. That shit <laughs> is so funny to me. Whenever I see PJ type, I was like, I'm upset with all the typos. I read it back and I say, how did I miss so many? And the worst is you can't edit. Oh, now you can edit on Twitter. Oh, I can think. you? I'm not sure. I think some people can, some people can. It's a fucked up world. The privileged. Yeah, the blue check privileged. All right, so Drew beat Madcap. What was the next one? Next up, we had Becky Lynch going one-on-one against Lita. <clears throat> if I may. First of all, Lita got a huge fucking reaction. Becky looked tremendous here. I don't just mean in the ring. Her hairstyle, kayfabe, I was in love. I yeah. Was, I was a man in love. I saw her she's, on Monday. She looked good. She's hot. She's beautiful. Look at, look at, look at him. Look at him. Look at, look at, look at him. He's he's dying for attention. Who? I'm Frank Cliff. He I'm can't pay, help I'm him. I'm paying though. you no mind as you fucking try to describe how much of an erection you got for the cross-eyed wonder. <sighs> oh boy, enough. He's disgusting. He you is. can't see me. He's just disgusting. <laughs> You're disgusting. You're a coward. Yo, You're how does this feel? If she would. Okay, fine. You know what? I'm Hold not on. I'm not done yet. You're a coward. I respect Seth Rollins. So too anyway, much. I'll stop. Le- <sighs> this was not Lita's finest hour. Let's face facts. Lita was never a great wrestler. She looked like she was running in quicksand. She was never a great wrestler. I remember Ivy, Ivory once dis- described wrestling Lita as wrestling Gumby. That she just like she would hit her and her body would go ways that you didn't expect. Like she's not solid, Lita. She's like lanky. And yeah, kinda... I could see that. I but look, that. an incredibly attractive, talented, and charismatic woman. I'm not saying anything bad about Lita. God knows. But she's not a worker. She's not, you know, she's not someone that can go in there with anybody and produce a good match. Like Ric Flair can go out there with a piece of tissue paper and, and give you like a match. You know, that's I, I seen Ric Flair beat up a book once. Yeah, I, I watched it. Right. No, I get uh, what you're saying. You no, know, she's not one of those. It wasn't the greatest thing. But two things happened here, Frank. That I think we can agree on. Mm-hmm. When the match was over, the way Becky left the ring looked like she had survived the fight. Like she just fucking got out of it. That she was stunned that this old fucking timer was able to get that kind of a match. So I love the post-match selling from her. And Lita, whatever you can say, looked like she was upset that she lost this match. And that, to me, is a lost art. Because John Cena, as good as he is, all he knows how to do is smile when he loses. Triple H, same thing. They just smile when they lose. They don't care. They're just happy and jubilant. Cena did it again with... uh... With The Rock. Oh, he rolls out the ring immediately? Yeah, yeah. In two seconds, he rolls out. He can kick out, but he'll roll out immediately. Fuck him. Politics. But Lita sold this loss like it mattered, like she was upset. She took it all in. So overall, despite kind of being clumpy in spots, I, I do think the goods outweighed the bad for this Cl- thing. Clumpy is definitely a way to describe it. Lita looked like shit. But what did you expect from a girl that from a woman that hasn't wrestled in like fifteen years or whatever it was in a one on one match? Right. I mean, you had to come in and do yeah. these rumble spots. And, and, and I don't think she looked like shit. I think that's an exaggeration. Well, they don't look they, at times. Women don't. The women wrestlers don't look that coordinated to start, and then you're going to add in the fact that she's older and she's just not as athletic as this newer breed. It was a fucking mismatch, but they got through it. They made it believable at one point where I said, "Oh shit!" When she hit the fucking Twist of fate. I said, oh, shit, because I thought they weren't allowed to do that anymore. Uh, I mean, they probably could still can. Uh, of course. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying it was like, that was my first thought. But, you know, decent match. 
did did its purpose. Got uh, Becky to Mania. It, yeah, that's the thing. It got Becky to Mania, and it got Lita a match that she wanted and that she, I mean, she earned. And it made Lita a ton of fucking money. Yeah, how funny it was that she was one of the people to talk shit about Saudi Arabia. Then as soon as they offered her a fucking million dollars, guess who got on well, the plane? Well, she changed. She gave an interview about that. I didn't listen to it, but yeah, yeah I'm sure she said in a nicer terms, they gave me money now. So <laughs> no, I just, I just felt I owed it to the fans to have one more. Yeah, and they, why should their fans be deprived? And oh, I'm sure it was a whole fucking shit. You got money. On a right? slightly related Sorry. topic, I was on the Instagram video page and saw a clip of the live sex celebration between Lita and Edge. That was something. Good times. That was something. I didn't realize we were watching at the time. That was one of the highest rated segments. I never forget. I saw a titty. Yeah, I Lita's titty, titty popped out. Lita was looking good. I don't think she ever looked better than Yo, that. Yo, Lita time. was she an was absolute edge. smoke for oh, that year and a half. Yeah, Lita looks with great now. With a fucking titty hanging out. looks great now, but she was looking real, real Who's she fucking with? Special. Is she with anyone? Any Not you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Magic Abe showed up one day arm in arm with, with Amy Dumas. <laughs> I, Fuck you I, now, asshole. Amy, you want to do the show? <laughs> Honestly, like, no. if there's wrestlers that like I would imagine Kayfabe with, Elite's like the last one. If K if you could get Kayfabe on a date with one WWE diva past present, who would it be? So I know who I'm picking. <laughs> Kayfabe, this is Nicole, Nicole Bass. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> I would do it. I would, too. She's got a story to tell of nothing else. <laughs> Bull Nakano. Eat that I, I one. I knew he was going to oh, I knew I'm it. With this I Luna, Luna, Luna Vachon. No meds. Luna Vachon. <laughs> no meds. Got a real fucking tuned up. All right. What happened next? Sherry Martell would next eat you alive. Had, oh, yeah. <laughs> next, we had the, the tag match between the Usos and the Viking Raiders, which never uh, happened. Current day Sonny. Oh, we're done with that? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he has a chance with current supposedly day. Supposedly current day Sonny will come to your house and watch a show. Bro, kayfabe, she was looking for a partner on OnlyFans. You're telling me you won't retire and just go start plumbing fucking Sonny, Sonny on, on OnlyFans? Yeah, you could get the chalk line get? outfits. <laughs> you probably get a cut. You should just dress up like Brett. That was the one she liked the best. <laughs> so? Yeah, Brett, I know it happened. You do too. Stop lying. Francis, they fucked our boys, the Usos Royal here. Were they running out of time, or is this something they knew was going to happen? PJ, I don't know if I texted you. I know I was texting Blackjack during this. I texted him furious because I put over the Viking Raiders on Friday, and I put over this feud. I said, at least it's something interesting happening in the tags. I know the Viking Raiders could go. I know the Usos could go. You would have gotten a hell of a match. I know it's Saudi Arabia, and they actually let them work a 20-minute match, go fucking figure, and they fucked me. Brian, they bent me over and they fucked me. It was ridiculous. It pissed me off. I'm sure it pissed everyone else off that a fly there just to do a fucking one minute run. You're getting paid though. Yeah, but that's fucking bullshit. I get it, but at the same time, it's. it's I get it. They had to cut an angle. Yeah, they had to cut time. That was what I read. I don't fucking know. I hate when they say they had to cut time in a wrestling show. You are the WWE. You can put this show on at whatever time you fucking please. You want this show to run it fucking an hour early and run it on the pre-show? Then do that. Don't fucking tell me I'm getting a match and do the this. The Saudis match. are very punctual. <laughs> I mean, I don't This arena it. needs to be cleared and out. And there it is. It's down. At midnight, he just... Down goes crazy. This fucking thing is all over the place today. It's you. You're the problem because instead of fucking checking it, you're fucking with it. Isn't it odd that you're the only one of the streamers? You're on the wrong side of the mic. That mic-pair. holds it up to your mouth like it's a microphone? Because he wants to think he's the rock. It is a microphone. I know it's a microphone. You know what I You're mean? You're not cutting it a promo. A stand. There's a, th- clearly, it's off-center. You need to twist the pin. 
All right, so we're having some technical difficulties here, but WWE had some fucking difficulties with this match. So, uh, was it? Did they say it was a timing issue? That's what I read, but you know those assholes don't know shit. I think it must have been. I can't imagine that they would. Uh, why else book it? Do it at Mania. Exactly. It will be fine. At Which Mania. I'm fine at Mania, yeah. but I was kind of excited at Mania to throw get like a, a step on and it. make yeah, it throw a step, get a make, damn step. Throw a step on it. Make it like a two out of three falls Viking ladder. Yeah, you can get something out of something. That. Throw in the Mysterios. Maybe that's what the, the beatdown was for, a step. Brian. Yeah, yeah, I'm you fine can do with something. that. What about a dumpster match? Bring make the dumpsters. They did that with the Street Profits. They're not a dumpster match, but they did that fucking shit. Remember that? with the uh, When Tazao was in the dumpster with them and almost. Oh, my God. God I almost forgot. They had the, the fucking Viking. Yeah, you're right. It was brutal. Horrendous. Yeah. That was when they were doing like those movie segments because they had nothing else they could do because there was no fans. Because America was on fucking lockdown. Speaking of no fans, Nikki Kayfabe came over the house. I think it was, was it last night? That's right. Kayfabe has no fans. It was last night, yeah. Kayfabe came over last night, Francis, and he was subjecting. We were, you know, doing some WWE clips. You know how you do. Have a few cold ones, start playing wrestling videos, suddenly watching My Way from 2001. He made me watch fucking John Cena and The Fiend. No, I, I made you watch a promo. that promo at the end. That, when, it, when he spooked him? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the one. Yeah. Again, I had the perfect booking to this match. It's very simple. John Cena comes out. First, he looks around. For the first time in his career, he sees no fans, no people, no energy. Mm-hmm. And he looks defeated before the bell even rings. Mm-hmm. Then jerk me off clown gets into the ring. Squash him. And squash him in 10 seconds. Yeah. And that's how you do that fucking match. You don't have a Vince McMahon puppet with Bruce Pritchard up his ass. You don't have a bunch of fucking stupid NWO nostalgia bullshit that makes no fucking you know, sense. You don't show Bischoff clips the whole time? You don't bring out that fucking fist. You I just have a simple match. But he couldn't do that. And now but guess look, what Guess retros- what the Fiend's doing right now? He ain't making, making wrestling. Movie. He's making movies. Because this is what he wanted to do. He was a shitty, fat fucking wrestler <laughs> who said, I want to become a fucking horror. Fuck off. Go fucking fuck Rom Zombie, you piece of shit. <laughs> I huh? fucking can't wait for the Cult of Wyndham to infect fucking AEW with this same bullshit I had to endure. This fucking Fiend, this oh, clown pussy. I hate to say it, but I agree with, uh, I agree with Frank Cliff. Frank Cliff's an asshole, and so are you. Fuck you, clown pussy. What's the guy made up? money, all right? <laughs> What's he making now? Money. Fuck off. <laughs> you don't know he's making money. He's making a fucking B-League's fucking horror movie that no one's going to know about. Pat's going to see se- it. He's going to put it on his 100 best fucking no, movies No, except seven time. people are going to be like, yo, you really want to see one of those horror movies? It's like, oh, no, fuck The Exorcist. That's pussy. Watch The Cult of Wyndham. It's not going to be called that. It's fuck the off. The crowning moment of my life as a wrestling fan. Is when you guys said, I think we, I think we've recorded it here for posterity. You said, "Who's gonna win, Randy Orton or the Fiend?" And you both said, "Oh, Fiend's gonna win. Fiend's gonna win." I said, "RKO, flat fucking job. That's what's gonna happen." And it was. And sure enough, yeah. Who knew he would get cut? Orton said, "I'm fuck- not fucking jobbing to this fat fucking twisted metal clown pussy." There's a flat fucking job, Jack in the Box or not? Who gives a shit? Well, if they come out of a yeah. box, they're over. Oh my god. The last match on the card. Mm-hmm. Was Elimination Chamber for the men's uh-huh. WWE title. Uh-huh. It was Bobby Lashley. Uh-huh. It was Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. It was The Miz. What are you, Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> the Miz, the Miz, was, Miz was not, the Miz was not right. in this. Let's right. start over again. <laughs> it was Lashley, normal. Lashley, Theory, Rollins, Lesnar, AJ, and who's the last guy I'm forgetting? 
You know, you have it in front of you, you fucking cunt. Nah, I, I turned it off. His phone's dying. Was it Owens? No. No. Who the fuck was it? Can you name the participants again? Lashley. Yeah. Lesnar. Riddle was the Riddle. one you missed. Thank you. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> You're fucking horrendous. He's not Get even, your shit He's together. not even drinking. It was Lashley, Lesnar, Riddle, Riddle, Rollins, Styles, and... Uh, Theory. <laughs> Theory. <laughs> oh my. You're terrible. God. So the big story here, I would have to say. Well, let's start at the beginning. Brock comes out. Did you notice the way Brock greeted each person in each pod? There was one guy who got nothing. So he he breathed on one, and out of his breath, the condensation, he drew like an X through Bobby Lashley. He fucking looked fucking AJ Styles eye to eye. Like a and man. And when he passed Riddle, he turned his back to him. He squeezed past. And you see Riddle pop. So right away, Brock is on his fucking A game. So the thing starts. They do a spot. I forget who was with who, but they go through the pod and they knock out Bobby Lashley. It was Styles and uh, it was Rollins and Riddle. Rollins and Rollins Riddle. And Riddle. Yeah. And Rollins does that power bomb and yeah. they throw it into Lashley's pod. <sighs> And right away, I knew the fuckery had commenced. <laughs> well, apparently that. now it's coming out that Lashley's shoulder was fucked up from the last Lesnar match. Go figure. And he needed a surgery that's going to take which, him out for four months. Least, and at least, Nikki, at least he saved face. Yeah. Because he didn't have to go in and take a quick F5 or a roll-up. He can come back and say, I'm the uncrowned champion. I never lost. They didn't have to undo what they did with him. It was a good Brock. way out. It was creative. All things considered, it was a good way out. Right? But it also makes sense because I said that when we were watching that. Lashley was taking some fucking bumps on his elbow, on his shoulder. And that looked like it was it didn't oh, look too oh, fucking Oh, during good. that match? 100%. That match, he was yeah. eating every suplex yeah. on that shoulder. And and when he came when they came out and obviously they did the concussion thing, which is whatever. I don't like doing a concussion angle in wrestling because if that's the case, every finisher is going to cause a concussion protocol. It's a it, concussion but, protocol. They just they just say words. They just this is they like pulled that up out of nowhere. Remember the one time they tried instant replay with a ref, and and Shawn yeah, Michaels like got yeah. another ref to come out and they reversed yes, the holder. I know, and then they don't do it ever. And then again. they don't do it ever again. It's the most ridiculous shit. But all things considered, as you said, I think it was fine to get him out and not really harm him. It didn't harm him. No. I think he still looks like a fucking beast. I think we'll come back after his shoulder surgery when we're least expecting it. Why was MVP not there? I don't know. Does he have a moral objection? There could be that, but he's a Muslim. I was going to say, I thought he was Muslim. Doesn't yeah. matter. Is it because he's a... Oh, I, I think I know oh, why. Oh, maybe because he's been in jail. I don't, he might be uh, I I don't know what type of criminal... Isn't there a type of, like... He's on a no-fly list. He's not allowed in because he's got a criminal record sort of thing? Well, if you're on a criminal record... I'm sure record, there's a lot of WWE guys with criminal records. If you committed a felony, are you allowed to travel outside the United States? Yeah, I think so. I would have to think so. Yeah, I would say so. I don't know. It's a very odd thing, but maybe you just said, fuck that, I'm not going. I don't, you know. Or maybe know. they said, we'll save objection. some money here. Because, you know, he is a Muslim, but that doesn't mean he's comfortable with the Saudi government because, you know, there's interfaith issues between right. Who knows all these different yeah, You're right. You're not. Yeah. But I picked I up know. on that right away, too. I said, where is where is he going to be? I figured he's coming out there in the match once I didn't see I him thought, come out Yeah, I match. thought with Bobby gone and him that he was going to do some kind of fuckery where he tries to get him back in the match or something. Right. But anyway, this match really, you know, was what it was. You knew who was winning, and you knew what was going to happen. So, Kayfabe, there was one moment here. I said it, and you brought it up to me again. Yeah. I said, this is cool. So, Lashley's out. The last two remaining pods are Bobby Lashley's empty pod and Brock Lesnar. And they do the gimmick, da -da 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 -da, and it lands on Lashley's pod, which is a great bit of, I don't know if you call it continuity. I don't know if you call it logic. 
logic, I think, would but be. But it made best. sense because he might be gone, but still this randomized order would still Pick necessitate one of the two. that the two pods would be there. And, yeah. and so I love that they did that. And I loved even more that Brock decides I'm going to get out of this cage by smashing the fuck through it. Supposedly unscripted. Shoot. It's what Shoot. they say. I could believe it. And good for him for doing that. I'm not <laughs> staying in this fucking <laughs> You're thing. right. Good for him for doing that. Good for him for right. yeah. you know, having the balls to do something outside yeah. the box. I don't know if it shaved any time off of the spots of the other. <laughs> Regardless. I don't know if it shaved time off of the other people's spots. That was what it was. He came in. He eliminated everybody. Seth Rollins first. Riddle. F five. Um, Riddle was next, I think. Whoever it was, but he F five theory off the top of the thing, and not the best bump in the world because he landed on his feet. Well, that, how that, else? That, was, that was pretty. You wild, know what else though. I know is they really padded the fuck out of that elimination chamber. It's been like that for years now. Yeah. They took out the steel grates on. They the took sides. out the steel grate because I saw Sean and Hunter doing bumps on that in the first one. Booker oh T. God! You would and, see the grates and across it used that to be back. somewhat glass, first, not plastic. Now off, they admit it's plastic from square one, which is annoying first, too. First, not off, bulletproof plexiglass. Theory, yeah. theory, and Lesnar. Theory being the last one in, I thought was a really good rub for him, and then Lesnar, him low blowing Lesnar. Getting the DDT, they let him get his shit getting in, getting something in quick. Then Lesnar getting up and him climbing out. Lesnar got up that fucking cage. The f- he got Scary. up. That was the fastest I've ever seen. That it was, it, he it was is. A, a fucking animal. He's Scary. a fucking animal. Imagine yeah. like. And then hold on a second. Like, the most underrated part of this whole thing is once he gets up there, he has Theory on his back as he gets onto the pod. <laughs> Imagine if Lesnar had a daughter. And like she, she does, sneak, he does, and she sneaks in some guy, and he's like trying to get out, climbing the fence, and Lesnar just <laughs> fucking climbs up behind. It, She's a wrestler too, is she? He, he, shoot wrestler, Minnesota. Oh, he's shit. one of those people that's like you could like just. Have you read the book, The Most Dangerous Game, or saw the movie? No, but I know what you're talking about. The general that kidnaps a bunch of people and sets them loose in the jungle and like yes, hunts them down. Yeah, hunt them down. Yeah, that's like what Brock yeah. I think would do if he had his choice. Yeah. <laughs> Like, let just set a bunch of people Forget about the chamber, Vince. Down. Put him in the fucking... Put him in... Uh, where does he live? Saskatoon. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Same shit. But that F5 he gave Theory, I mean, you got to give credit to both of them. He theory, just, it takes balls to take that bump. Even if you land on your feet, that's fucking 12 feet Lesnar, down. That'll Lesnar fuck gave, you up. Lesnar gave him the how you doing after the match was over. I know. They did the selfie. Gave him the how you doing. He held his head up and pointed no, the sign. No, you know he gave him the... Good job, kid. Yeah. That's what he gave him. Of course. And let me say something about Austin Theory. I was talking to Matt from Battle Creek about this. I don't want to sound any type of way again. But they, because Matt from Battle Creek called Austin Theory a pretty boy. Now, look, I'm an ugly fuck. But I'm looking at Austin Theory and, like, he's an ugly fuck. I don't find him attractive. He's got a good body, but his face looks kind of... Nah, he's a good-looking guy. You think so? Even the I way do. his face is constructed, yeah. I thought he looks a little creepy. Yeah, he's jacked, first off, but yeah. He's, got, he's that, in tremendous shape. He's I'm like 23 years old, too. God I know, God but bless. I don't think... That oh, really gets you going, huh, K-Fabes? No, but Jesus I look at Randy Orton, Christ. and I say, that's that's a that's a blue chipper. Even with that fucking facial hair he has now that makes him look like an asshole? Yeah, he's got an asshole facial hair, but he's also a grown-ass man now. <laughs> that's true. When he showed up, So grow it out as a beard, Randall. Enough. You're trying to look 22. Know, he looks yeah. like one of the high schoolers that just got their first facial hair, and they <laughs> went to go get it shaped up at the fucking barber shop. <laughs> like they just you. said, do me. Like you. Can we I've do- done that before. At least oh. I get facial hair, K-Fabes. You get three musketeers above your fucking <laughs> lip, and they smell like shit. I wish I could grow facial hair. It's the only place you grow fucking hair. Can we do something with Matt Riddle? Yeah, they're making him an idiot. Can we do something, Joe Rogan? Can they we do love something making- with this fucking guy? It's... 
it's a long-term build, my friend. Eventually, he's going to snap and turn on Orton. That's the only way. Because you have to turning on him. And then uh, it's going to suck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. I think, it, I I think it's Riddle. Him. It's the only way to save him from being this stupid. I agree. Riddle turning on him is the better option. And I like that like they're acknowledging people smoking shit. I, I always am a fan of advocating weed in public shows. I think it's great. <sighs> and they try to make a reference every week with him smoking weed, which is fine. But try to make him a little more serious instead of a fucking dick bag. Yeah. I mean, they, it's like they go out of the way to say, oh, he's I was, retarded. I was, <laughs> I was in. Oh, you can't say that. I was impressed with him. In this match, though, I thought he looked really well when when a lot of the guys. I think it was like before Brock came in. Oh, definitely was, before Brock came given, in. Once Brock came in, he was gone. He in was 60 given, seconds. He gave it. He gave it. He had a nice sprint when he gave a nice German. I think to AJ. He had some nice offensive strikes to Rollins, and it was Rollins and AJ. I think he did most of that with. But I, I thought. I mean, I think Riddle's really good. I know his voice and all that shit. Kind of. I don't know if you could take him seriously. But at the same time, I do you want to make them serious? I got two ways. Very simple. First things first, you're wearing wrestling shoes. You're not wearing no fucking flip-flops no more, brother. You're wearing wrestling shoes, and you're putting in a fucking mouthpiece. And you're going to go out there, and you're going to fucking destroy people. I think he should do, like, a Mr. Backland, or have you seen American Psycho? Yes. Patrick Bateman. He should be, like, one of those guys. Where he's I don't like, know if he can. He can yeah, be he's super, too doofy. He, he can be super calm at moments, or even doofy at moments, but have uncontrollable moments of violence. That's a de- okay. Now I see the idea more. When I'm thinking Patrick Bateman, but I'm thinking of a more I'm not, like I'm not smooth. thinking. I'm not thinking of a guy no. that giggles and fucking. You got to do yeah. something different. I think. Just make no, him you got to get him a get, hitman. Make him a cold, calculated, here's vicious, what's gonna happen. violent animal. I already got the booking for them because they've gone through this before. Orton's gonna kick him in the head, and once he kicks him oh. in the head, he's gonna awaken the animal. He's coming out wrestling shoes, mouthpiece. Yeah, he might right. even put on a singlet, and they're gonna call him Burt Bangle. <laughs> But it's happening. They'll call him. All right. Any closing? Rat, rat middle. Nikki Kayfabe, any closing? <laughs> any closing thoughts on Elimination Chamber from we're, Saudi Arabia? We're getting title versus title. Yeah. What the and fuck's going to happen And I there? wonder, is it a unification? It is. It's winner take all. They winner said. They didn't say all. unification. Oh, they no, said winner that's... take all. Pay very close attention to the way they phrase things. WWE, they should be fucking. They got Jerry McDivitt booking these matches. The language is very specific. <laughs> So I think it's win to take all. I don't think it's a unification. He'll he, he'll get both and then he'll lose one through bullshit, like in a triple threat where he's not pinned. Who do you think wins? Roman. I don't yeah. think I don't think we're close. I if think this to get thing is to done. get Roman to that. I mean his his title reign has been tremendous. He's knocked off the greats, right? A right. lot of the greats. Do you think they last this till thirty nine and get him and Dwayne for the belt or him and Dwayne no belt? If Dwayne is on board, then yes, you should wait and put a belt. You I, don't even yeah. need the belt. And on I, it. Well, I would dare say let Rock take it. He's the really biggest, make it interesting. He's the biggest star in the fucking world. And but if you gonna... could get him to commit for like one month, just one month, Dwayne, I want you on Raw every week. Four weeks in a row, you just have to work Monday, and then you're gonna do backlash and you're gonna give it back to him. You know what? A that big, would be what, awesome. What, what big leverage they have now is that their show is on Peacock. And and Rock is gonna want to be on that streaming service. Well, Young Rock is already on it. I know. So and, and so we can cross leverage it. Rock's yeah. gonna worry about the balls. He does. The That's Rock's the gonna have Young world. Rock reenact his career now on the WWE. <laughs> Rock wakes up every day, Nikki Kayfabe, with one with one thought in mind: Who's sniffing my ball sack today? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs>
By the way, folks, if Nikki Kayfabe ever gives you something, don't fucking take it. Double OT? What are we doing over I here? I know. And I'm, you don't even say nothing? I've been watching You're over it. there sweating. I'm watching it. Just for context, folks, <laughs> me and Kayfabe both take something. This asshole's watching it on the other side of the room and doesn't even give me updates. What do you want me to say? It's 79, 77? Just tell me we go to overtime or something. I didn't know about overtime and then, until I We're at double overtime. Now it's double overtime. Oh, my God. So before we close up here... During the show, folks, I want you to just feel what it's like living in the shoes of P.J. Stackpole. I got on my right, Nicky Kayfabe. His microphone is held together with rubber bands and toothpicks because he's got to pick it up. He's got to move it around. He's got to lean back on his chair. He constantly knees the table, clearly on purpose because at some point it's not an accident. That's on my right. On my left, I got Frank Cliff. Thank God he's not burping anymore. Constantly lighting cigarettes. Must be the key. And he's always looking at his phone, and then he looks up smiling, and you know he wants to reveal something that's happened. He wants to interrupt whatever the current line of discussion is, just so you know, in AEW today. So, Frank, I know something something's on your mind. You've done it three times during the course of the show. What's happening on Dynamite? I need to know. I'm getting texts, too, about Aubrey Edwards. What do you know that you want to reveal to the audience? I had nothing. on. I said it already. What? Buddy Murphy. I, I heard something about Dynamite. I heard Jericho, actually. I put it on for a few minutes. Oh, TT texted me. Yeah, yeah Jericho said- looks good. He does. He has a six-pack again. Yeah, he's leaving. And, oh, he's and, on Royce. And Kingston uh, and Jericho cut a promo. He's like, I thought we were signing Eddie Edwards when they signed you, not Eddie. <laughs> some not. Uh, I didn't know it was Eddie Kingston. I guess I like, look. Hey, I told listen, them I'm Ed, gonna watch this he, show, so they better not fuck he's me. He's off tomorrow. I'm I'm fucking. I'm I watching it tomorrow. I'll watch it now. You're off tomorrow. No, uh, you. No, I have work. Oh, I'm off tomorrow. You're That's off tomorrow. True. You you can hang out a little later. I'm down to watch it after we're done. Are here. you off tomorrow? No. Uh-huh. But I don't give a shit. You fucking fools. Go watch it at your fucking houses. I Maybe I want to sit on my fucking since... couch with my drawers down. You could. Take you ever your, think of that? You could take off your pants. I don't care. Maybe I want to <laughs> watch some fucking hentai. <laughs> so you get anything about uh, AW Dynamite? All I got from TT was that it was a hell of a promo, and I already committed, folks. I'm with watching Jericho? it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight or tomorrow. Who's he gearing up to fight? Kingston. Kingston. Brother. Surprise, Jericho leached onto the hottest thing there was. First CM Punk used and abused him, and now fucking Jericho's going to ruin this guy's life. Now Jericho's going to work himself into a match with Austin. (laughs) Tony, don't you see the metrics? I'll get him. I promise. (laughs) Steve Williams! (laughs) Oh, my God. Live on YouTube. Steve Williams versus... Glenn Jacobs, no <laughs> man. said something happened between Aubrey Edwards and Matt Hardy, so that's oh, what I'm going to be Oh, dear God. At. Oh, boy. Fucking. Fuck her. I love Aubrey Edwards! <laughs> that's why she refs all my main events, even though she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing! Live on Dynamite! Live on Dynamite! <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 81 of Ring Crew Radio. We appreciate the support. Buddy Murphy! Of the Ring Crew Faithful. Join us next week for episode 82. Good luck to you. Swerve Strickland! Enjoy your week. (laughs) Bye.